0: Your friends were the night that we first met Went home and tried to stalk you on the internet Now I've read all of the books beside your bed The wine is cold like the shoulder that I gave you in the street Cat and mouse for a month or two or three Now I wake up in the night and watch you breathe Kiss me once cause you know I had a long night Uh, Kiss me twice cause it's gonna be alright Three times cause I waited my whole life
1: Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast and Allison Rosen Fan Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Lisa Lowry.
2: And I am one of your hosts, Rafael Marquez Castaneda, a.k.a. just one year older.
1: I was going to say a.k.a. birthday boy. (laughs) We still are celebrating. I'm I'm sorry. We are. I don't care if it's a different month now. Fuck it.
2: (laughs) I'm taking over the whole week.
1: Yeah. we're still celebrating um on this super special birthday episode might as well call it that uh we'll talk about the monday show allison and daniel plus your calls and daniel's new hair etiquette and the thursday show alley Ward's horrifying back jackie johnson's audition sit down p energy but first we have two very special guests that we need to introduce uh, I don't remember the last time I got to talk to this lovely person, but, uh, Kelly Lundquist, welcome back to the show.
3: Sub cheese bags. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: When is the last time you were on the show? I feel like it's been ages since we've talked. Um,
3: 2018. And then oh. I spoke to Rafi. I, it's been a long time. Uh, Raphael had me on the BFF All Stars, right. I think, in august of last year it's been too long
1: it's been way too long we've been a little greedy with our time as far as letting people (laughs) back in but now it's like man i miss talking to everyone so it's nice Mm -hmm. that uh we've got guests every single week so i'm i'm excited to talk to you today kelly
3: i'm excited too
2: and i was greedy with kelly because i was like i don't want anyone else to disturb this chat time so i was like who am I gonna get when it's just me? Of course, Kelly's one of my go to's <laughs> because I like talking to her, but I'm glad that she's back with more people on. I'm
3: excited about that. I'm excited to get to know our other guest.
1: Yes, our other oh, somebody's here. <laughs> uh, our other special guest, all the way from Belgium.
4: Uh, no, Berlin. Uh,
1: damn it. <laughs> I don't know if you know this about me, but um, I don't know much about maps or the world. So all the way from Berlin, wait, did I say it right again? Is it Berlin now?
5: Oh my god. It's Berlin, I am in Berlin, yes. Oh,
1: all the way from Berlin, it's Luke Chastain. Welcome back to the show, Luke.
5: Hello, Lisa, it's great to be back after, a, I, I, well, I was only on like a month ago or something like that.
1: I, it feels like forever ago, but also uh, you were on what I would consider one of the more special episodes because it was at Sketchfest and we were all together and so it was sort of a a special to me it was a special episode to listen back to and it was a lot of fun um wasn't our typical one so it was cool that that was your first show to be on and um yeah that was it.
5: yeah i'm i'm generally relatively new like i just joined the the group on facebook and yeah that was my first time meeting anyone in this group so uh that was fantastic
1: yeah I'm we were like to, hey yeah. join us in this crazy group of allison fans you're like okay and like you ran the show like as far as taking us to cool places and um <laughs> finding the places we needed to eat it was super fun
5: yeah th- yeah that was uh that was random it's great for me because i lived in san francisco I, I grew up in the bay area and so i was just like oh i have to try to remember all the places i used to go and remember the layout of everything and it, that was great to be able to show people my my former hometown.
1: And the fact that you just said it was just a month ago feels like so strange that it was, it feels like two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. my gosh. Well, uh, I think we should start the show off with some shout outs. Little Rafi, do you have any shout outs? Um, shout out to
2: uh, Lauren and Jen and Megan but mostly to Lisa for making my birthday as normal as it could be. Aww. Uh, I feel like often, Lisa, even though you get plenty of thanks, I feel like you're still kind of under thanked uh, for all that you do for our Allison community. And uh, yeah. Aww, you're to just... make
4: me cry. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs>
2: <laughs> just you and everyone who helped make and everyone who said thanks uh, or thanks who (laughs) said happy birthday on facebook and whatever
1: thanks for being born (laughs) uh yeah
2: i think that's it
1: well those are very nice uh kelly do you have any shout outs and if i call you lauren didn't i call lauren kelly before at the very beginning (sighs) of all of this so yeah i I think
2: last time i talked with lauren so
3: There is no better person to be mixed up with, honestly. Lauren Kelly is (laughs) an angel on Earth.
1: I could agree with that. Um,
3: So for my shout outs, um, shout out to everyone in the Facebook group. Um, I see you. I see you people that are lurking. I see the regulars. I see people with really strong opinions. Like, I love it. Um, There's been some hot takes lately in the group and... Um, even if I don't necessarily agree with all of them. I love that everyone has an opinion and they're spicy fans and (laughs) your opinions and feelings are valid. And go ahead and talk about how you feel in our Facebook group.
1: I totally agree. And I think, I think it was Leanne that said, first of all, being a part of that group is special because for a lot of reasons, but she's a part of a lot of other groups. And I think we all are. And it's definitely different everyone's very polite even though we have different points of view we definitely are more polite about it and it feels safer i think and spicy fans is what i'm going to change the name to
4: (laughs) (laughs) do it
3: that can be that can be your only fans
1: (laughs) oh god Uh, oh yeah sorry my brain went straight to my fans box okay um (laughs) luke do you have any shout outs
5: I do have a shout out. I I was panicking, but who am I going to give a shout out to? And then I went out for dinner tonight and I'm trying to support uh, all the restaurants in my neighborhood. And I went to the Indian restaurant across the street and did my usual order. And I just ordered food. And the guy, when he brought me my food, also brought out the beer that I usually order in a to-go cup and said, you know, hey, have a nice day and, and thanks for coming. And it was just so nice to have that, like, yeah you know you you're not able to come and sit inside the restaurant, but here I'm gonna give you something that's kind of a reminder of the way things used to be and it was it was wonderful and touched my heart and Shout out to that dude
1: That's a pretty awesome shout out and that those are the moments I think in these times that we're gonna be like okay this it it makes it feel a little bit better. It's kind of like all right,
5: I mean maybe yes. it's like
1: a cherry on a shit Sunday, but you know the cherry's still good. <laughs>
5: Right, and just to have somebody have that thought yeah. of like, yeah, this guy looks like he needs a little extra, like, things are going to be okay, dude. Aww. A little pat on the back, yeah. <laughs> That's really nice. Um,
1: My shout-outs are to, do you have any more shout-outs besides that, or I'm cutting
5: you off? <laughs> no, that was, okay. that was, no more pressure. <laughs> 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 and I'd like to, yeah. Uh, Shout out to all the people on on
1: Facebook Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) It's just a blanket shout out. I like that. Right.
5: right,
1: Yeah. Uh, My shout outs are to Brittany and the members of the TNC. I love you. I get to talk to you later on today for Heather's birthday event. Uh, Also shout out to you, Lil Rafi for being born and, uh, Driving all the way out to my city to celebrate you, which you didn't have to do, but it was a lot of fun. It was cool that super fan Megan came out and her girlfriend and that Lauren Kelly and Dr. Jen uh, FaceTimed with us while we opened gifts and we just, it it kind of like renewed my wanting to go out because it's back and forth these days. Sometimes I go out and I'm like, I'm never going out ever again. This place sucks. The world, I hate it. And then that day, like, everything went so perfectly as far as, like, getting food, getting adult beverages to go, sitting in the little park area and, like, having a, a six-foot um, distanced picnic. Like, all of it was so great. It was just, like, a nice – I came home and I was like, we need to be doing this more often. This is something that will make me feel like everything's normal again.
5: Um, my, my reaction to the photos that you posted on <laughs> Facebook was, like, oh, that, that, that warms, warms my heart and i'm super jealous oh
1: i feel like it's it's so cool that we have like the fact that Rafi moved here and then i was like shit i'm not doing my part to like hang out with him enough because he moved all the way out to california and like we're his friends here you know um so doing that kind of stuff it was like okay this this feels right um and I think we're probably going to maybe record more often together, I'm thinking. Or maybe it just at least hang out together down by the circle and, or just together but apart. I don't know.
2: We'll figure it out. Well, um, you reminded me that I totally forgot. Shout out to Jess was also there. And they brought their dogs, uh, Chloe and Mr. Feeney. But it was it was strange hanging out again. But at the same time, it felt very European, kind of like a a leather (laughs) carry-on of some sort. (laughs) (laughs) No, just because we were drinking in front of the place that we got the beers and we're drinking in the park and sitting out there having a picnic. Um, But that reminds me, I have a couple of call-outs. First, I have been doing this Instagram 30-day song challenge with a bunch of other BFF people And my first call out is to Instagram. Whoever they're using as their music service, the musical choices are very limited. So we're on day like, I don't know, 19 or something, and I still haven't used a single Jay-Z song because they have like five fucking songs to pick from. So fuck those people. Second of all, calling out fucking lisa for posting a picture of me deep throat in a goddamn prime rib sandwich. <laughs> can a man in eat in a park without getting an unflattering photo taken of him
1: i know i took this picture and then yeah, i was like "Rafi have his meat yes he enjoys he enjoys his, his meat you're right um as soon as i took the picture i looked over and i'm like well i just took a picture of everyone eating so that's gonna be cool and then i was like if someone did that to me i'd be so bummed <laughs> But why not go ahead and post it instead of retaking the picture? <laughs> uh, you were deep throwing that puppy. Um, I also wanted to double shout out to Lauren because she just sent me a a couple of really nice letters and a, a card that her son made, and just some really heartfelt, nice words that she put in there. And I'm just like, man, this this group is just kind of just amazes me all the time. Uh, also, shout out to Toby, to Nina, to you, Luke to jamie tamara whitney ray trice ulysses sadie tim ortez leanne scott paul and the one and only allison rosen and also the people that have been doing some somewhat secret um interviews with us um and not so secret but uh yeah it's uh it's been a lot of fun connecting with everybody and i'll call out that prime rib dip and no, i'm just kidding <laughs> 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 that's your new aka Lil Rafi, aka prime ripped
2: it was pretty delish
1: good yeah those sliders i got were quite amazing um all right actually those drinks are just sangria yes please so i fucked up on the belgium part it's berlin so like a lot of Ber- berliners um luke are you celebrating um I think you guys call it Drinco de Mayo a little early. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah. Well, so when I, when I heard when this, uh, when you were recording this, I'm like, oh, this will be the Cinco de Mayo episode. Like I have to make a margarita. So I made a special trip out to get a bottle of Mezcal before the show when and bought limes. I usually don't have limes in the house. Yeah. Just like I mixed it together. I had it in the, the, the my little mixer. And so just when, when Lisa was right ready to call, put the ice in, came, she, I'll get poured in my glass and um, yeah, I'm ready to go for, I'm ready to go for the show.
1: I like that. You came prepared. What else? What That's is right. everybody else drinking? I'm uh, drinking the last bit of Prosecco from a bottle that I drank last night and I've got a couple of, I've got a hard seltzer. Which one? Say, I got a white claw black cherry and I have a truly watermelon kiwi that has not been opened yet. Uh, right, like, because you
5: guys you guys are d- are drinking in the morning. Right. And it's eve- evening for me here. So e- right, the choice is different. This Thank is you for
1: pointing that out to everybody. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: that we are degenerates. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, it is Saturday, I mean, right? <laughs> uh, Lil right. Rafi, what are you drinking?
2: I just sat down from refilling my mimosa. Um, I was thinking that. You were, you were uh, during the birthday thing, when we were on FaceTime un- opening the gifts, you were saying that we should do fe- uh, like FaceTime loteria. Yeah. And then I had the idea that possibly on Cinco de Mayo, even though it's a holiday that no Mexican actually uh, celebrates outside of a very specific area in Mexico, that we might be able to do, like, a Cinco de Mayo happy hour type thing on, mm. like, Zoom or Skype or something. I'm into this. So, that's...
1: That that might happen. Well, tacos, margaritas, so. lotería. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, unfortunately, if it's seven p.m. there right now, uh, if you don't mind getting up at uh, I don't know. Oh, you mean staying midnight. up until?
5: <laughs> yes. Yeah, <go. laughs> because, like, I I will tell you, like, one of my things when I get drunk, I keep uh, a couple bags of masa in in my cabinet, and I'll get drunk and I'll come home and uh, I'll have a, you know some avocados, and I will just like. I'll mix up, I'll mix up the masa. I'll put it in a tortilla press, put it out on the Jeez. stove, and just like cook up some fresh tortillas, and then just spread guacamole on the top and just eat it like that. That is my like three AM guilty pr- pleasure. Like, yeah,
1: that's a lot of effort for that guilty pleasure. <laughs> Fucking and homemade tortillas. It,
5: it's just water and ma- it's just water and the, the the masa, and that's it. It's uh, it's super quick, and uh, and sometimes I'm impressing a date at the time.
2: <laughs> i was gonna say um i think i've watched a movie called spreading Massa" before oh. um I, I don't know about the date part
1: in my mind i thought you said pressing a date as far as like putting a date in there like a fruit and then i was like you're or that you're just pressing
4: your
1: or you're just pressing your date like literally um okay <laughs> oh, kelly what are you drinking anything yet what time is it there? By the way, you're um, in, you're in Iowa, right?
3: Yes, you're in a cornfield um, as we well, speak. You, yep. <laughs> See, you're not bad at geography at
5: all. <laughs> um, and I just have to say to Kelly, like I could have come so close to meeting you because I am. I was signed up for Ragbrai. I was <gasps> about to buy the tickets, uh-huh. and yeah, and uh, got canceled. Yep, so, was, um, speaking of my bicycle bike.
3: <laughs> yeah. So. Ragbri is like this big bicycling trek through the state. It's super cool, um, and it is canceled because this coronavirus is going to kill all of us. Um, I'm so it's twelve thirty here. I'm just drinking water. You guys know I'm pretty boring, and but I do have some Cadbury mini eggs. Ooh, so Talk it's about getting turned up in here. <laughs>
1: So, Kelly, did you listen to the episode with um, Delaney on and did you find that she sounded exactly like you?
3: (laughs) Yes, um, (laughs) we yeah, we could. um, We're voice doubles, basically. (laughs) And I'm not saying that I'm not saying this just because she sounds like me. She was a delight. I loved that episode.
1: That is true. I she was not only, did have- she sound like you, but she was funny like you and delightful oh. like you. So you're right. It was like your stunt double. Do you do birthday parties, Thank though? Thank you so Princess much. parties. You know,
3: I don't like anyone's kids, really, but my own and, like, people that I know, so that's a no from me.
1: That'd be a good angle, though. <laughs> Being the bitchy princess <laughs> at the party.
3: <laughs> oh, my God. I could play that role so well.
1: <laughs> oh, well, let's see. I guess... I guess we should talk talk about the shows. Oh my god, I'm already slurring. Cool.
5: Um,
1: right. Okay.
5: When you when you when you when you said that I you misheard "impress," I'm like, oh my god, maybe I'm slurring. And then you enunciate <laughs> and go a little bit slower. <laughs> <laughs> it's most likely me, but you know. <laughs> oh no! I, I poured four shots in here, and oh oh it fast, so,
1: oh. Yeah. oh. All right. Came prepared.
5: But, stay tuned. This could get fun.
1: Little rough. Well, you seem to want to say something after the four shots.
2: <laughs> oh, I just said, oobly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs>
1: and we're off. Um, okay, so let's talk about Monday. Uh, Daniel was back on the show, t- and they were taking um, all of our calls. I don't know if any of you have sent in a call. I have not. Um, I'm always excited to hear someone we know, and I, we rarely do. Um, but they started off talking about the fact that they were drinking coffee, half calf at um, at eleven p.m., which is kind of, I I I, don't, I was kind of shocked by this because by the time coffee is gonna like make me amped up, it'd probably be after the show, not during the show. So I don't know how tired that they are that they need to be drinking coffee, but it kind of like really shocked me. <laughs>
5: So, so, no, I, this is the thing that I wish they would lean into more, which is I was a big fan of the watching hour. Hmm. And and not because I'm a big Game of Thrones fan, but because I love the concept oh. of Daniel late at night, like a, a burnt-out, tired father trying to do a podcast. And that 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 made it charming in some way. And mm-hmm. I felt like they kind of tried to hide that, which was they are burnt out. They're kind of burnt out trying to raise the two kids. And so they finally get the two kids to bed, and then they sneak off into the office to do a podcast. And I wish they would just sort of lean into that more and make it more the center of, of what holds that podcast together. I think that would make the Monday shows better if they just sort of like, this is the framing of it.
1: That's a really good point. And I think because we could all not only relate to it, but it's like, it's real. It's it's really them. They don't need to put on oh, any. Oh, yeah, kind of... <laughs> the, the
5: catharsis. Like, all the people that are home with their kids, like are feeling that and i think would really appreciate that of like we're trying to work and we're trying to raise kids and uh how do we do this
1: i think that's a really good point and they talked about well my daughter brought up this whole dalgon dalgana i don't know how to pronounce it <laughs> the coffee my daughter's like do we have instant coffee i'm like i think i have some out in the shed because i was gonna use it for an art project so i think she's like there's this new coffee drink thing that you whip up i'm like all right but we never yeah, made so it ha- has anyone tried right, this I've
5: seen, I've seen pictures of it on facebook where you're supposed to whip it up and you you add a bunch of sugar and that's kind of where i stopped because i'm mm-hmm. trying not to get fat during this time
1: yeah i wish i was trying to do that um <laughs> Kelly?
2: um i have not tried it i'm not familiar with dalgona just nalgonas <laughs>
1: moron um well i was making the uh the what's it called the buttered coffee thing from the keto coffee whatever that's called i can't even remember what it's called anymore
3: bullet is, B- yes the bullet bulletproof proof? coffee
1: and that was delicious um and it mm-hmm. tasted like to me like if you're eating a piece of butter toast and black coffee which is how i drink it because because that's how you're supposed to um So putting that in there, it made it like creamy and made it taste almost tastes like you're eating toast and coffee at the same time. It was very strange. But so this sounds good, but like I can't. Yeah, I don't want to get. I don't think I could add more sugar. Sugar to coffee. I don't know. That just sounds like. I mean, I'm drinking truly for breakfast, so I guess maybe I shouldn't be judging.
5: Yeah, doubling on your uppers. I don't know.
2: I saw this, like, when this became popular, Chelsea Peretti made it, and this coffee YouTube guy that somehow pops up in my feed uh, was making it. And also, yeah, the sugar is where they lost me, but also the instant coffee. I was like, uh, who has instant coffee?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, You you just Uh, stick some uh, (laughs) U-Ban. Rafi, you just stick some U-Ban in the cabinet, and it's there.
5: (laughs) <laughs> Robby just alienated half the, the, youth, the listeners like oh, this elitist this <laughs> yes, exactly. elitist with his coffee grinder and his you know, Italian
2: unfortunately I wish I was that fancy but ever um, from the the meetup in March at Lisa's house I was like I'm going to get me a fucking Keurig because I'm too dumb and lazy to brew coffee every day and especially if I'm in a rush and this thing is so convenient so I actually have a little mini Keurig thing now, so I'm I'm no better than instant coffee drinkers. I just don't have it.
3: So I haven't tried that coffee, but it's all over TikTok, and TikTok's influence is huge. I think I want to try it.
1: So my kids are obsessed with it, especially my daughter, and I'm sure that's where she heard this recipe. And they send mm-hmm. me little TikToks all the time, and I watch it. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm looking at here. What what? is the funny part about this. And it could be what they're watching. Um, so I've never had the the urge or mm-hmm. desire to like check it out myself, but like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna take that step. I'm just barely putting anything on Instagram and that's kind of like a lot for me.
2: Kelly, I was, uh, this will come out later, but I was having a question off with Whitney. Uh, mm-hmm. And one of the questions that I wanted to ask Whitney was, Um, if you had a TikTok dance, what would it be called? And now that I know that you are into TikTok, I'm going to ask you that question.
3: Um, it's not a very catchy title, but I think it would just be sort of me succumbing to all of my anxiety and crumpling myself onto the floor.
2: (laughs)
5: Does does (laughs) it have a name?
3: I mean, no, it's the (laughs) Kelly, I guess.
5: (laughs) Instead of breakdance, it's the broken dance. <laughs> That's mm, thank you, Luke. That is true.
1: Speaking of that, <clears throat> speaking of Whitney, not speaking of breaking, <laughs> speaking of you being broken, <laughs> uh, Kelly, wh- have we done? I thank you for being a fan with you. Just a one-on-one. No, okay. No, let's do it. Okay, we're gonna do it. Let's do that. I I want to do I want to do one with everyone that first of all wants to, but like I'm, i spe- I especially at this time I just feel like. I need to get a bunch of shows just kind of, like, saved so that I'll just put them out as, you know, as we go or whatever. But, yeah, I've got, like, three episodes to put out that are special. And then we still have last week's episode, regular episode to put out. <clears throat> Little Robbie. Um,
2: <laughs> uh, excuse me. Who told me don't put it out until I finish editing the last one? And well, then it took like a week and a half to edit that out.
1: And I put that out last week. I mean. What? What? <laughs>
2: you put it out like on Wednesday. Did you not? Right. Okay. Whatever. I know I'm
1: being an asshole as usual. Um, Alison calls herself senorita nap, which I find very cute. I would like that t-shirt. I am not a big napper, but I I kind of wish that I was someone that didn't feel like completely nauseous when I took a nap or like out of it or like just drained. But I I just wish I was a better napper. And I think that they're going about this whole um, sharing of responsibilities with the kids a little bit wrong. It's right but wrong. Uh, I think when you give each other three hours, that three hours feels like it goes by too fast. I think they need like longer bits of time so they don't feel like this like immense pressure of like I've got to fit everything I want into this you know three hour window or whatever and then I think when when I was t- when my kids were little, a lot younger it was just so much like when my husband went to bed i was like shit i just started had this impending doom of like 10 hours of doing shit all night and mm-hmm. I, I i wonder if they like did it like every like de- every other day or something like that instead of just like three hours just i don't know that's like our date nights on friday night i'm like we got to fit everything we need into this like three and a half hours <laughs> and it's a well, lot of pressure of the and the time goes by like,
5: yeah one of the constraints is like where do you go Right. Like when you're, yeah, like I, like I'm amazed they get three hours because they're in some proximity and the kids know true. that like mom is in the office. So at some point they break that, you know, they they break that barrier that they've set up that, that kind of protective, like cocoon. Um, I, I'm impressed they got three hours actually. That is Just very true. That's a good point too. Yeah. I, I
1: wonder, I, and going back to what you said earlier about Daniel doing the watching hour, I asked him to be on this show, and he was like, "I'm super busy, but I totally want to do that." And he's gonna, and he said yes, but it's kind of a matter of time. And now, after hearing him on every episode, I'm like, I feel super guilty that I even like, you know, put myself, insert myself into that situation because I'm sure he would love to be doing his own show and not doing this stupid one. <laughs> um, but I think if he was to prioritize and do that for himself, I think he would feel so much better. Whether he went out to the the recording studio to record something or to like do an art project or something, I think he would feel much more fulfilled because he sounds very down on life right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think we got uh, and what Leanne said on our was it two episodes ago? I guess Leanne said that uh, she thinks that Elliot might be a little bit of a a handful, and I think we got confirmation on that this episodes. Uh, this episode, Allison and Daniel said Elliot is super annoying. And becoming mean and and uh just did the way Daniel described, first of all, I feel like this is just parenting. But like when I can have my own thoughts in my own brain, it's like, <sighs> even though they're a little nutty, it's like to, to not have to have somebody else's like little voice, like constantly like being in your head. And to be able to just be alone with your own thoughts is just uh-huh. like, it's a vacation. So the way he articulated that, it's like so hard to explain to people that don't have kids or that maybe haven't experienced this, but it's, my kids were never mean or, I mean, they annoy me, but that, it, they're not, they're not, uh, they were never really handfuls. or pretty easy kids, but still mm-hmm. it's stressful. And like having someone else is always like, mommy, 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 mom, ma, ma." It's like, it reminds me of that family guy where whatever Stewie was like saying, mom, 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 like 300 times. She's like, what? He's like, he's like, hi. (laughs) And then leaves and is like, oh my God, get out of my brain.
5: So this is also like what she talked about also got repeated on Childish. And I I think Greg kind of danced around it. And then also on the live stream with Jenna, that was for Patreon Patreon contributors. uh, Jenna kind of also halfway got there, which was, the kids are picking up on this stress that's in the that's just the elephant in the room and and I think Daniel is definitely like taking in all this corona stuff in kind of a weird way, mm. and Allison probably is too and the kids are not sure how to process all this weird energy that's coming in and and acting out in that way and I don't think ever either of them either on childish or on on the live stream with Jenna. That got articulated, but I, I think that's sort of what both of them were getting to.
3: Yeah, I I totally agree with that. Um, it's hard being little, and when your whole world changes, essentially, uh, Elliot can't go to preschool anymore. Did he go to preschool or did he just go to
5: daycare? I think it was a little bit of both. I think it okay. was just preschool. I'm not sure. And there is a nanny. Yeah.
3: Yep, there's a nanny, so she's you know out of the picture. Um, both parents are in the house. Um, that sort of throws off the dynamic. I know my four-year-old is having a hard time with everything. I'm working constantly. My husband is home. He will be done with school next week, but it's, it's a weird spot that we're all in. My daughter regressed a little She's having a hard time with everything. So um, I wouldn't say that my daughter is like mean, but she's kind of sassy. So I understand where the frustration is coming from, but I think we just have to be a little more patient with the little people. I I
1: agree being patient. And also because it's so unknown to us, our, um, the way we're reacting to life right now is totally different. So they're seeing what we're doing and they're reacting to that. And so maybe being more aware of the way you're acting, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's hard because it's an extra thing to have to do, <laughs> but, um, yeah, maybe, I mean, I try and, I try and make everything as normal as possible here and try not to let all of the scary stuff affect my behavior. I try and like hide all of that. Um, but also for my own sanity, because I, I want to have a good day. <laughs> Can yeah. I have a good
5: day too? <laughs> <laughs> Or maybe take it as a signal that maybe things aren't okay with you, or mm. as okay as you're pretending they are. That you're seeing this kind of reflection of yourself and your kid. That's and very true. Uh, yeah.
1: So we uh, so they had some callers. They didn't do too many this time, uh, but they the first one was Bridget from Texas, and and actually two people. The first two people. Bridget from Texas and Clement from Salt Lake City, they're both recovering from COVID, which is like, finally, we're getting some... What's so weird is like, you see it everywhere, but it's not like... Oh, the crows are back. Um, But it's not like... It hasn't hit anybody I know. So it feels so weird to be so scared of something that you're like, is there really anything going on out there? Um, So it's good to hear these mm-hmm. people. Uh, it, it makes it feel a little bit more real. I don't know if that's good or bad, but these people that are recovering from COVID is kind of like, wow, we're going to finally start hearing these stories. And I think like both Daniel and Allison were saying kind of like, we don't know what that looks like. I don't know what it looks like. It's like, I'm scared and I'm confused and I don't know what having COVID Mm -hmm. looks like. And it looks different for everybody. And it's a constant fear of this, like literally uh, like it's an invisible killer <laughs> and it could be anywhere and it's just like so yeah. scary. So it's nice to hear people talking about recovering from it. And I would love to hear uh, from more people that actually went through it to hear what exactly it means, because I am so confused by all of it.
5: Totally. totally. And then, go, go ahead, Callie. Sorry.
3: Oh, <clears throat> I was just going to say that. So um, I know, obviously, Raphael and Lisa are in California and your governor is smart and you have been sheltered in place for a while now. Um, my governor is a twat and we are not sheltering in place. Um, and the county, I think Iowa as, as a whole has a ton of cases, but the county in which I work has um, 7,000. It is the number one like hotspot in Iowa. And I do like, I don't know anyone personally that has um, COVID, but my in-laws have friends that have passed from it. It's so crazy to me.
5: Oh my God. And, and what's crazy about the, yeah, like that, that's the other part is like that the spectrum between the two callers. So Bridget, uh, at least she didn't sound like she'd had it, like she'd gotten sick, but wasn't too bad. Where Clement was like, had been in the ICU for a while, for for days he said. And it had just gotten out. And then, yeah, and then, you know, with your friends actually passing away, that's, that's crazy.
1: And I can't believe that the shelter in place is not just mandatory everywhere. It's shocking to me that people are even opening things up. I realize that if there are regulations, there's ways uh-huh. of going about it. But I'm like, nothing, if nothing has changed as far as, like, finding a cure or a vaccination or, like, whatever, and people are still dying, like, crazy, then why, then why? Why do we have to shelter in place if we're opening stuff up now? Like, I don't understand. Um, but I guess they're just regulating things more. And there are certain things that can, you know, you look at how many people are in a grocery store. And it's like, then why can't we be like 10 feet away at a beach? I don't understand. It seems kind of strange to me. But I don't know. I, I also am not like the selfish first, type.
2: Lisa wants them <laughs> to open the beach.
3: Shut <laughs> open the beach. That's what
5: Lisa
1: wants. You know me. I'm a real California girl. <laughs>
5: You, yeah, you that's Orange right. County people are all the same. I see pictures of you on the, on the
1: Facebook. What's so funny is like the first two things that I thought of when all of this started happening where I'm like, okay, we're all quarantined. So like, I didn't really know what that meant. Um, I just knew we couldn't, you know, go out or whatever. And I was like, okay, first thing I want to do is either go on a really long road trip and I don't know do what because you can't do anything. And then my other thought was I really just wanted to go to the beach because I'm like, that's a safe place. So,
5: yeah. you heard it it's, here first. it's odd for me. Like being in Berlin, and also I'm an American, and and to hear the conversation over there, at least at least the snapshot that I get from Facebook, which is kind of distorted, but this I like the the conversation over there seems to be like, do we open up or do we stay closed? Where here it's more about uh, what what are we trying to do? Like, are we trying to keep everyone from being sick until we get a miracle cure or a miracle vaccine, or are we just going to accept that everyone's going to get sick so we have to manage that so that our mm. hospitals don't get overloaded all at one time right and, and 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 that that's more nuanced and and all the coverage i hear from the u.s is is open you know republicans are for opening and democrats for staying closed it, 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 and somehow it got this sort of political tone to it of which is kind of weird um yeah, so to hear the difference in tone is so strange for me. It is,
1: and then it makes it confusing for us, where we're like, can we just have like a normal, like non-political view of like what the fuck we should be doing?
5: Yeah, so so like we're like I'm in Germany, so we're like the model for everybody else right now. With us in South Korea, like we're starting to open things up, and every week there's kind of a decision about what's made about well, what can I open up this time? So a little while ago, it's like okay, small stores and you can only have two people in a store at a time and we'll just turn that notch a little bit and see how it goes. And then this week it's like, uh, our education minister was sort of, was concerned about how this is affecting child development. And so she's like, well, we need to open up zoos and, and museums are sort of catering to children so that children have some way to grow up. And, and, and so those things have kind of been opening up incrementally and we just turn the notch a little bit every week just to see like, okay, have we gone too far? Oh, we can go back if we want to, but you know, we sort of just test the water a little bit.
1: Which is so scary because it's testing the waters with, with lives. <laughs> but I mean, I, I guess that's what we have to do.
5: <laughs> yeah. I think, I think the assumption here is that, you know, if a, if a cure, if a, if a treatment or a vaccine comes, that's awesome. But that's maybe waiting for a train that don't come
4: right. and
5: um and so so how do we manage that how do we save the most lives given that we may not be able to solve the problem itself and it's like who's in charge <laughs> I,
1: I like <laughs> thank god there's somebody i guess um <laughs> um the next caller was lexi from north carolina and she was a teacher and she was saying that she kind of feels like she's just putting stuff out into the abyss and like who knows what i'm gonna get back and that must be a weird feeling to not be able to connect physically with a classroom and just saying like, hopefully you guys are hearing me. Hopefully this is working. I mean, it's cool that we have the option, but it's sort of, it must feel very uneasy.
5: Yeah. It's like all of us are trying to figure out how do we do our job. Does everyone in this, I'm just curious, like everybody in this group, do we all have jobs still or is everybody okay?
1: Um, I do no half and half. Okay.
5: <laughs> All right. Yeah. Cause a lot of us, like I work for a real estate company in New York and so, <laughs> oh, <laughs> some, some I've managed to keep my job, but a lot That's of our discussions cool. are like, how do we do this? Uh, right. Uh, what are we doing? What are we doing right now? How do we get and, and specifically commercial real estate? So it's a lot about, can we get people back into an office wow. or not?
1: So I take Uh, care of a little girl during the week, so she doesn't come to my house anymore. She was coming for a little while. I'm like, really? Are you sure about that? Do we really want to have, like, you don't know who I'm around, (laughs) Um, (laughs) but, (laughs) uh, and then the other thing, I'm just helping my mother-in-law out with stuff, which I've been doing a lot more of, and it's like, okay, well, I'm still making more money than I was before. Somehow I'm more busy. I don't know how that's happening. I know little Rafi got a little, uh, a temporary layoff last week, right?
2: that's right baby i'm okay with it but time to start doing
1: drugs oh Oh, sorry kelly oh yeah kelly you're like forced to work still right
3: yep sure am um
1: i'm pretty mad about that for you but
3: thank you anyway so yes i am a i am a manager at a craft store guys and believe it or not we're a Big fucking deal. People need glitter. People need paper mache. People need canvases. Um, so yeah, I am second in command, basically, in the store, and I am super duper busy. <clears throat> um, I the, like I said, the county that I work in is like super duper number one hotspot, but our governor is an idiot, so there are no reg- regulations in place because we are considered essential. So. We, um, my team and I, we wear masks and all that jazz, but our customers don't. And they come in with their dirty hands and they touch everything. (sighs) Yeah. So I'm up against it so far. No one is sick. Um, but at least I have a job, I guess.
1: So that's kind of how I feel with my husband, but I'm like, I don't want you to be out working. Uh Like if, if there's a choice, why don't you just stay home so nobody like I was thinking when this all started. I'm like, why isn't everyone just literally everyone stay home for 30 days? Like, get all the food that you need. Don't need to go out. Fill up your gas tank because you're not going anywhere anyway. I don't even know why you need that. Just get everything you need for 30 days and just like literally don't go out. And maybe that would have done maybe more to help things, but because we're still kind of like loosey goosey on some stuff, you know, where you hear people, oh, I got like was it Joe the last week? Oh, I had a hall pass to go to go see my girlfriends like that's not how it works and everyone has these little slip-ups and even just going to the grocery store is an issue you going to work kelly is like putting yourself at risk every single time and yes yeah. and
3: um and my like if i i'm like i'm in pretty okay health i would say um my daughter is in good health my husband has a heart condition oh, God. so every time that i mean it's It's something that he was born with. Um, He found out when he was in the Navy. Um, He's fine. But every time I go to work and I see someone, I'm like, okay, is this person going to get me sick? Am I inadvertently going to put my husband at risk? It's just, it's a lot of pressure and I hate it. I feel super conflicted. I'm grateful that I can provide for my family and I'm making more money than I ever have in my life. But I... I'm a little jealous of the people that are sheltering in place right now. Yeah. I wish I was one of them.
1: Yeah. My husband had a scare. So we thought he had, the doctor was like, you for sure have it. You need to like sequester yourself, isolate yourself. Like you're just don't be around anybody until the test comes back or whatever. And it came back negative, but it's like for three days of like, fuck, (laughs) like, what are we going to (laughs) do? Hopefully, you know, he's going to live and hopefully we don't get it. And it was just like such a stressful weird time Mm -hmm. and still he's like and then when i hear about these false negatives i'm like he's like i've never felt that kind of sick before he's like it's not Mm -hmm. like anything i've ever had before and he's like i guarantee i had it like how how do i have something so exact like six out of the seven symptoms of covid and i tested negative like that's just kind of weird timing but
3: it's yeah and it's it's so bizarre i don't know what the testing situation is like in California. Oh, he
1: got Iowa yelled we... at for not sitting still, so. Oh. Mm. <laughs> can you, can um, we do, he had to do it twice. She's like, oh gosh. can you, um, we're going to do it again. And can you do it without all the faces? <laughs> Bitch. He's like, cool, thanks. <laughs> I'm just worried I was going to die oh. and stuff.
3: No worries. Oh, my gosh. Um, so we just got testing centers um, in Iowa. I, I love my state. Normally, we're like progressive and on top of shit, but we are failing love. Right. um we just got testing centers so our backlog is enormous Ugh, i hate living here i wish i lived in california still
1: well like i said come on home um <clears throat> i would love to <laughs> so during this ep- like kind of in the middle of the episode they took a break to do whatever they needed to do and when they came back they talked about uh daniel's hair and there was a hair update and i that mm-hmm. thought it was kind of perfect because I think we're all kind of living this in different degrees as far as like maybe this is the time to experiment. Maybe <laughs> you're going to get the 80s feather do like uh, mm-hmm. Daniel was talking about. Um, I was like, this is the time I should just go blonde because I've my gray's coming in now. So why not just like do the thing I've wanted to do? Um, mm-hmm. And, I, you know, for, I was like, man, guys are lucky they could just shave their head. But I'm like, well... I'm lucky because my hair's already long. So you can almost not tell. Uh, there's not a big difference. Yeah. Like I can trim my bangs myself. No problem. I started going back to like, oh, right. I used to dye my hair like pretty much since like 1994 till 2000, 2000- whenever. Like I can go back and figure out how to do these things and like do my own nails. It's like, oh yeah, right. Um, but I wonder if you guys have gotten into any like experimentation with growing your hair long, shaving it off, designs, you know, whatever.
5: Well, I would like to get my hair cut. <laughs> uh
1: minimally yeah and
5: and and so so in berlin we're getting um we're getting our uh, barbers back on monday oh wow uh, and um uh and i'm sure like it'll be impossible to get an appointment and <laughs> um, so sure. i'm sure i don't even gonna try it but i'm just uh yeah I would very much like just to have somebody who knows what they're doing, do it. Like there are certain things I feel like I can go on YouTube and figure out how to like hack together. Right. But I don't trust myself with hair.
1: See, like up until like, I don't know how many years ago it was until my friend Brittany was like, stop cutting your own hair. I cut my own hair because I was like, fuck it. I don't really care. I can't see it from the back. (laughs) So I just like (laughs) lean my head forward and just like trim the ends. It's like, all right, there we go. Um, but now like getting used to having somebody do it and like all this stuff, it's like, oh yeah. But as a guy, I think that'd be harder because you have shorter hair, you can see mistakes a lot easier and you're doing everything backwards Mm -hmm. and like wrong handed. (laughs) Um, yeah, I, my Mm -hmm. son's hair is just like, he's a hair farmer now. Like we're, he's just like, cool. I'm cool with this. And my husband, I just trimmed his neck hairs because he goes nuts without that, but other than that, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if we're going to take any like big leaps. I know Lauren was talking about getting going blonde, and I've talked about going blonde at some point. I'm like, is this the time? But then that's a lot of upkeep too, so I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Kelly, are you doing anything experimental with your hair? Are you going to get like a, a Charlie's Angels feather? I think that's what I'm picturing.
3: Um, That could be a real look, but I don't think so. I have been thinking about shaving my head, but... I'm not going to do it. Um, First of all, that shape of my head just would not support it. I'm not cute. Like, it's not going to work for me. I think I'm just so tired of the massive hair that I have. Mm. So I have super thick hair. I get it thinned. And so it's just super unmanageable right now. So I live in a messy bun. Um, (laughs) My eyebrows haven't been, uh, they haven't been waxed or threaded in a long time. It's not a big deal. I have super light hair, but I like it when it gets done. I think it looks nice. So yeah, we're all suffering here, you yeah. know. Um <laughs> my husband's my husband's hair is so freaking long. Um and he's just like he, you know, he was in the navy for 12 years, so he's like I like it and I don't
1: like oh. it. <laughs> I think uh you're lucky because you have eyebrows, but maybe like I'm lucky because I've always had to pencil mine in, so it's like whatever. Um. Nothing new here. I know Lil Rafi likes to live in messy buns. How you living, mm-hmm. Lil Rafi? <sighs> <laughs>
2: um, uh, I think, uh, Kelly, don't disparage yourself. You're plenty cute and your hair is great. But if you want to shave it, I would say go for it. Because my friends in Colorado, they both shaved their heads, uh, their sister's, And they've been, well, one has just been rocking the bald look, and the other has been rocking wigs while it's growing back in. Whoa. So it's really an opportunity. Uh, For me, I fortunately cut my hair right before this happened, nice and short. Uh, It's getting long, and it looks stupid right now. But I don't, if I was going to do something, now would be the time. But it would only be, like, just a change of color. It's not like I can do anything radical. With yeah, I think I have a picture of hair.
1: you with blonde hair. I think it's the very same friend oh, you're talking about. What?
2: It sure is. <laughs> um, yes. I so your friend sure is going is like,
1: like being... full Manson family?
2: Uh, I don't know what you're referring to, so I'm going to go heads? ahead and say... Uh, no, it's not like... No, it's just, you know, regular <laughs> <laughs> Person shaved head. I don't
1: know. Oh, not a Manson cult family. I think there's a bee no. in here. Hold on.
2: <laughs> oh, there's a bee in there. All
1: right, a bee in my bonnet. Get out of here, bee or fly. All right. Um. So this kind of led to I don't know how Allison segues sometimes, but it's going to be as uh herky jerky here. But she brought up <laughs> Becky and the fact that it's hitting her hard and uh the and daniel man he likes said some really heartfelt things and it just like it just hearing them talk like that and to understand like what they mean to us is like you don't think that they're going to but like when they do it's like yes now you get it <laughs> this is you know how we feel about you guys and like the way he was saying talking about us was just so special and sweet And giving yourself the room to grieve because I wasn't letting myself. And then like all of a sudden I fucking hit the wall with all of this. And it just like and I allowed myself to feel that. But then I was messaging Allison and I was just like I totally dumped on her. And after hearing her with this when she was saying that like it's hitting her hard, I was like, okay. I felt like she was feeling the same thing I was. And I don't know if it's just because I was drunk and like super emotional. But I was just like, I'm totally fucked up. And like I just dropped into her DMs and just like vented her but the talk with her oh, really yeah. helped and like talking with um dr j also helped because uh, Rafi and lauren were sleeping when this all happened but like like leaning into it and like letting yourself feel like i don't usually do that in general so like it was so nice but i almost had like an emotional hangover the next day of like ah <sighs> but it was just nice to hear her talk about becky and like the way they feel about their fans is really special
2: i was asleep during what
1: when I, the one time I cried this year
5: <laughs> and I was you texting you
1: guys. Was, no. Um, oh, you're ignoring it. Sorry. Was I, asleep?
3: I don't know. Yeah you were right.
1: asleep let's be real. <laughs> well, I, right see I probably was Kelly asleep. knows you very well she's heard this show <laughs> she's heard you sleep through a few episodes
3: <laughs> oh my god I sure have okay.
2: those were my lowest times to be fair to me so magical so if, though uh, my depression uh is comical to you Lisa that's fine oh. uh,
1: but <laughs>
2: um Uh, uh, Yeah just next time uh, Let us know you know reach out We're not mind readers
1: I didn't know it was going to happen I don't feel I'm not a crier
3: She wasn't ready to cry Raphael How would she know
1: Yeah, It took literally took my daughter being like a bit of a Which is so weird because she's not like mean But like she just was saying something mean to me And it was so funny because it was such a stupid thing That it was about It was about like where my You know how my parents met at Jack in the Box (laughs) (laughs) So I was talking, like something came up with something and I was like, oh yeah, they used to have to wear those frilly underwear at Jack in the Box, like back in the seventies. That was like their uniform. And I said, yeah, that's where my my parents met. And she was just like, I don't, I don't care. Like it was something like very dismissive and mean. And like that made me snap. And like, I'm like, oh my God, I went and grabbed like two drinks and came out to the shed and cried for like an hour and a half. But I'm like, it was just that it was a catalyst. that just like, okay, I can feel again. I didn't know
2: where this story was going, so I thought you were going to say she was, like, jack-in-the-box. Their curly fries are very inferior to ours, and then you are just, like, lost it.
1: I'm all, their tacos are pretty good. She's like, they're shit. I'm like, God damn it! I'm broken. Oh, uh, yeah, so it all started with uh, that, but, but it was something that needed to happen, but it, like, just, I dumped on Allison, and then I was just like, oh, shit, like, that, how many other mediums have that sort of, like, like, she's such an accessible person. and I feel like mm-hmm. podcasts are very much like that, but especially her. As far as, like, I'm just going to, like, dump on her my problems. Like, she's my therapist. Like, I, fe- I was thinking, like, I could do this all the time if I was, like, one of these people that's, like, super needy and, like, selfish. <laughs> but I'm, like, I felt bad after I'm, like, oh, man, that, like, really sucks that I, like, dumped on her. But she was, like, no, don't worry about it. Whatever. I'm, like, oh, my God. I was, like, embarrassed.
3: <laughs> oh, don't be embarrassed. It's okay. Like, you're, you're processing it no one really was available for you. And Allison is a great listener
1: and she understands. It's so true. And it's so funny how like when I first heard about the Becky thing while we were recording two weekends, like, two weeks oh, ago, oh my gosh. Um And it was so still sort of new. Like I didn't know what was going on. And the first person I messaged was her. Cause I was like, she's going to want to know because this is like one of her biggest fans. You know what I mean? Like, it's just funny. Yeah. Like she's the first person that I'm thinking about when I need to like vent my stuff and like, and of course, Rafi and Lauren and Jen, <laughs>
5: Yeah, the thing that made me sad about it was I, I only met Becky during Sketchfest for those two days. And I met all of you all at once. And so all the conversations are sort of tangled together in my head. Mm-hmm. And I can't, I I wish I could just sort of somehow isolate the conversations I had with Becky so I could remember them. Yeah, and I can't. And that makes me really sad in a way that I kind of Identified with what Allison was saying, where she was saying, oh, you know, Becky was sent me this, this DM that I never acknowledged about this gift that was sent. And, and yeah, just wishing like, oh, in retrospect, like, I wish I'd been able to focus on this one person more.
1: Right. And it's not like she can answer every single email. And I know she's bad about all of that stuff. And I know now it's going to like bother her and (laughs) haunt her probably that she never got back to her. And I had the same thing with Becky because I changed my phone number. By the way, Luke, that's why we haven't been in touch (laughs) because of the whole WhatsApp thing. Like I just dropped the ball completely. I had I was without a phone. I got a new phone number. So I messaged her on Facebook and I was like, oh, I have a new phone number because I like want to stay in touch with everybody. I I had all my contacts were lost. And I went back the other day because I'm like, she never responded like with her phone number after that. So I thought that was weird because normally she probably would have. And I went and checked and I'm like, oh, I sent her the wrong fucking phone number. So now like that is like, oh, but like also like literally a couple of days before she fell or like collapsed, she sent me a card randomly, which is like so strange that she just happened to send me something. And I was talking about it like two weeks ago on this episode, like, oh, yeah, I'm just shouting out Becky and like, hopefully we get to talk soon. And it was just like, wait, what? (laughs) So it's just sort of like these random moments. But like that card to me is like, okay, that's her reaching out to me, even though our phone numbers never got connected in that last couple of whatever. Like, it's like, okay, she's still cool with me. We're okay. Everything's fine. (laughs) Um, but yeah. Yeah. So it was nice that Allison talked about it. And it's nice. I mean, to hear Daniel think like he was going into all of this is like, I'm never going to be on your show. And then when he was and gave in sort of, it was sort of like, well, I mean, I'm going to see what I'm going to share. And like, maybe it's not going to mean that much to me, but now it's like, he feels the love from all of us, and I think that's really cool
3: and he and his the emotion in that episode from him just i mean it made me it made me cry all over again, just the way that he was touched by the listenership and um you know how fiercely loyal we are um, to Allison and everyone on the show like that really got me it was it was nice to hear them talk. Talk about Becky and the fans in such a positive, nice way.
1: Agreed. I it was it's nice because we put it out there. We love them, and the fact that they feel it. And you know, I sent him a DM the other day. And he's never responded. So Maybe he's going to go back. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh. Maybe he'll rethink that. No. Um. Well, I you know, hearing him get emotional was nice, and I think like when we're finally able to have a live show where everybody's there it's gonna be so fucking meaningful and just i can picture like that might be the time i'm gonna cry that year
5: (laughs) well he said that becoming part of the podcast was him learning to be more vulnerable and then to hear him like cry no microphone and sort of stick with it and stay with the show like that was that was impressive to me like that was like great (laughs) <laughs> like i i wish i had that experience
1: i agree i think somebody had that experience last week but i don't know if it's going to get edited out of our show um okay so the next caller was chandler from texas and they were talking about being sleep deprived i think it was ally last week that was saying something about like she's sleeping better than ever and i or maybe I don't know if it was her, um, I know I've been sleeping better than ever, which is super strange. Uh, I don't know why that is you would think with the stress, it wouldn't be that way, maybe it's all the drinking I do every day. I don't know, but um, but I'm also like, oh, I'll take two sleeping pills, like let's treat yourself to a nice good night's sleep, um, I think I just oh, no, <laughs> maybe that's
5: what I need, yeah, because like, i I was about to say like i I totally understand Chandler like i i have my my sleep is totally messed up,
1: really, yeah,. I know. So I've been having all the weird, weird dreams, like super weird yeah, dreams, but-, but I've been sleeping like really well. This is just so strange. It's not like in stressful times. I and typically I don't sleep very well, but now for some reason I totally am. But yeah, I do stagger my um sleeping pills <laughs> so I don't wake up too early.
5: Yep. Okay. Maybe, I, maybe that's the yeah. solution. For- and melatonin
1: yeah. and then maybe um, a little bit of wine before. Um. <clears throat> Shout out to (laughs) to you, superfan-making. Got a mix. Yes, the mix. I've got the mix down just right. Don't play around with this at home, kids. Uh, Kelly, did you have a thought on that?
3: (laughs) Um, On you mixing um, sleeping pills and wine? Yeah, sure. (laughs) Um, uh, Don't do it. Oh, Um,
4: okay. Yeah, that's my hot
3: take. Um, I'm not... I'm not sleeping very well either, but it's not because of stress. It's because of (laughs) I'm such a child. Um, there is this video game that I've been, Oh my (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
5: God.
3: So it's called animal crossing and I didn't think I would like it, but my husband was like, you should get it. And I'm like, no, that's dumb. I work every day. Why would I want to work in this game but it's uh, it's a delight and it's a welcome reprieve from um how scary real life is lately that's hilarious
1: little rafi did you break into the uh xbox that superfan making gave to you
2: uh not yet um i have just been you know doing uh, the same old same old but i did think about getting a switch but there are no games that i would want to play all of the games are like supposed to be multiplayer so it doesn't feel Aww. fun to me i thought about animal crossing but i'm sure i would get into it but uh, i don't want to be that basic I'm not saying kelly is basic
4: oh oh shots wow. oh, fucking fired
3: let me wow so I want you to know that you just called me basic and you also called friend of the show Laura Broder basic because she also plays
2: oh. also Megan and her girlfriend. I think are playing it. Everyone is. No, honestly, everyone is playing it and I'm sure I would
1: enjoy it, but you,
3: you would enjoy it. It's okay to let yourself have fun. Rough- yeah. Fail. By the like, way, you started the show you, by no saying
1: you needed a refill on your mimosa. <laughs> let's let's. Let's do a little callback to basic bitch little Rafi. Just
2: so you know <laughs> oh yeah just so you know I finished the first bottle of Prosecco and I, I'm about to crack a second just because now? we're not even on Thursday yet uh, oh my I, know,
5: I'm that too. Like, I need to go make another margarita in a minute yeah.
1: <laughs> so, before we do so only... we'll finish up Monday we'll do Childish Chat and oh, then yeah, we can absolutely. do a little break oh, yeah, before yeah. Or after that um, yeah. well Sasha from San Antonio sent in just it was a nice light message and funny because it was a callback to Daniel gargling bleach and the fact that maybe he had <laughs> a, 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 some knowledge that we weren't aware of. And that was just funny. And it makes me and we've talked about this a lot recently, just going back and listening to the old episodes of ARI YMBF, like with the Legacy Era uh, Thursday Gang and just like all of these stories that I kind of forget about. And uh, so that was like a nice, funny, uplifting way to end it.
5: And I just, I feel like I've read so much stuff. When the call started, I was like, oh, another bleach joke. Like I've had enough of this on Facebook. And then it was sort of like accusing Daniel of being like the, the time the portent traveler, of drinking, right. of injecting bleach. It's like, okay, that, that that's cute. That, that made me laugh. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, thank you.
1: Yes. So the last caller didn't say their name. They're studying infectious disease and taking care of a parent who broke their hip. And that just sounds like a, that sounds like a lot, and it's interesting to get a nice cross-section of all of these different people and what everybody's going through at this time. Like Some people are like, eh, having a great time, no problemo, and the other people are like, holy shit, <laughs> I was in the ICU. So it's nice to hear kind of like everybody, and I don't know why Allison has been snapping. That sounds like somebody that's literally snapped. <laughs> Do you guys snap in general, like just snap your fingers? Like, is that your thing? No,
5: I never, don't. I never could uh-uh. snap.
1: Oh, oh! Well, how do you not?
2: I've heard of people who like can't whistle, but how can you not snap? Snap! Correct. Right.
5: This, this is as close as I get. Wait, we don't. Oh. <laughs> no, I, don't know. <laughs> I stupid pop filter. That
1: is uh, for Leanne. Uh, we didn't see anything either. <laughs> <laughs> <For sure. laughs> uh, but if you saw someone snapping, I'd be like, "Is like." Is this West Side Story about to happen, or like, or what? Are are you have you gone insane? I don't know. I'm not. I know how to snap, but I don't. I don't think I would just be snapping through my day. That's. It sounds like maybe her medication is something I need to maybe be on.
3: I uh I haven't snapped since my dog training days. Like, I don't snap at anyone. I don't. I don't feel like snapping. Maybe I'm missing something in my life.
1: We need to bring snapping back. I snap every snap gang. Head.
2: <laughs> Snapchat, but I have a friend who hes okay. he does a weird should I turn on video for this, even though the viewers or the listeners yes. won't be able to see i, this? I,
5: will, I will I will give the play by play, yeah, strong video all right let's okay
2: see. I'm on video, I think yeah. you guys can see me right yeah, yes, okay, I can see so you he does this he goes snap and then he like does a point down <laughs> he'll go snap <laughs> down he'll go he like.
4: Yes, son. Oh! Like
2: <laughs> what? <laughs> it's hilarious. Um, and so, so whenever we're doing like our imitation of him, we <sighs> we do the, the the snap and the point down. That's thing. pretty
1: good. My sister and I used to do the DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince um, snap thing when we see each other. <laughs> but, oh, um
2: appropriation. I'll let you decide.
1: Excuse me. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, I don't. I know. Yeah, I I just can't imagine like if. So my husband used to like whistle a lot, and it like really would annoy me. So if I heard somebody snapping in the house, I'd be like, "Why? What are you doing? What's wrong? What's happening? <laughs> Let me have what you're having."
5: <laughs> yeah, I feel like you'd if you if you start snapping, you have to have good time. Like, mm-hmm. You have to be doing it yeah. four or four. Like yeah. That's but a good point. Yeah. That's
1: a very good you're point.
5: Fair. You'll make people crazy. Yeah.
1: Oh, my God, that that just added a new like, oof, creepiness so, to it.
2: Did did anyone ever watch uh, Ugly Betty on ABC? No. <laughs> um, but on that note, it was based on a novella from like Central right. America or South that America or something. But um, <clears throat> Ugly Betty, I remember I used to watch like the first season. I was like, oh, it's actually surprisingly good. And one of the things that I remember from that show was there was a woman who had a son and the son was gay and the guy she was dating is like a very like macho, masculine, Latin guy. And, um, but like in one of the episodes he was like very nice to the kid because he, um, like you would think he would not be, uh, into this kid's whole deal but he was like in a play or something possibly west side story and he had to snap and he <laughs> taught him that, that to make your snap better you like lick your fingers so you get a good snap ah. when it hits oh, your hand wow. and done so that. whenever i'm in the shower and my hand yeah. is wet i'm like let me try this uh wet oh, my snap. <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> oh my god that visual much <sighs> better I'm in the shower just snapping up a storm, thinking um, of uh, mm. the sharks and the jets.
5: <laughs> <laughs> All right.
2: If you want to know what I do.
1: Every N- and day. now we do. In the shower. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No,
5: right. We have that image now.
1: Have you heard of the term snapper wrapper? Okay. Um, uh, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't think anyone has. Maybe some. No. All right. It's another term for underwear. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. but i don't know if my husband and i made it up or if it's something so i'm like maybe i shouldn't share that but you know what you shared you snap in the shower because you're living west side story are you a shark or a jet i want to know
2: when you're a jet you're a jet till the end (laughs) um no i'm a shark obviously
1: (laughs) no you sit to pee and you're a jet. Okay, <laughs> we'll so get to that on Thursday. yeah, we'll get to we'll get to that. Okay. Um, uh, before we okay, does I was gonna say if anyone has anything else from Monday, but we I think probably covered everything. Yeah, the last
5: we did bit it. Was, yeah, the last bit was she read the the reviews, oh, the iTunes and comments, and the, yeah. the debate over whether her where she sits. During quarantine. <laughs> right. Was entertaining or not. That, yeah. That came
1: up. And it is yeah. funny that like that was part of a negative comment previously and now it's part, part of a positive one. And I think she might listen to the show because Leanne said, Don't read any more negatives, and she read two positives. So I'm gonna blame Leanne for that. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um Oh is the plane going plane. Uh plane. do you guys want to go to the bathroom or do you want to do childish chat real quick? Do you need a pee break? I'm good. Okay, I'm good. Let's do childish oh, chat, we, and then we can do pee break and refill. Childish. Excuse me. Okay. What did I say? Um,
2: to introduce a childish chat, let me pop pop a new bottle of prosecco.
1: Pop it up again.
5: So am way Raphael gets past uh uh, uh Greg Fitzsimmons.
2: I
4: have
3: I have some thoughts on childish.
5: Oh good.
1: I'm gonna play uh Me too. We'll do LK's I, childish I don't listen. chat. I don't I'll,
3: listen.
1: Oh yeah, I don't e I don't. Okay. I, I'm gonna play um Lauren's childish chat and then we'll talk about it after. My god, am I getting like buzzed? What's happening? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I think Luke's planes have been sent in.
5: Are these from Berlin? I'm just I'm just picturing like a sign behind it like <laughs> Mention childish. Don't forget the shout outs. <laughs> oh my god. Like producer show
1: notes from a plane. Yes. Oh my god, if only Colonel Jeff was buzzing me right now. All right, uh Rafi, you want to sing a little jingle for Lauren's childish chat? Childish
2: chat. Boo doo doo. Not going to learn the song.
1: <laughs> All right. It's childish chat.
0: Hi, Lisa. Hi, Rafi. Hi, friends. This is Lauren K with some childish chat. Okay, so Greg says that he is enjoying, um, he's really enjoying his time with his family during this quarantine. Um, He said since his kids are teenagers, and they're out so much with their friends now. um, He's been like before the quarantine, he would like wish that they would hang out more at home. So he, he said he's really trying to make the most of this and be in the moment and enjoy Everybody being able to spend time together at home. Allison says she's really uh, tense and it's it's really stressful because Elliot's pretty difficult lately. It sounds like Um, she said he's constantly being like, "Daddy, mommy, mommy, daddy," um, and like constantly trying to get their attention. And then she said it's like hard to satisfy him that they're giving him their attention. So like he he was saying to Daniel like, "Daddy, yes, Daddy, yes." And then he says, you're supposed to say, yes, Elliot. So um, and she said, like, Elliot's kind of like bullying her uh, by always saying, what do you mean? (laughs) Like in an angry tone. Um, And she said he was like asking her what she was doing when she was going to dry my hair. And he kept saying, what are you what are you doing? And she said, I'm going to dry my hair. And then he would say, "Uh, what do you mean? And she said, if he asked for her if he had asked for her lunch money, she would have given it to him. Allison says that she doesn't often feel dumb, but when she hears a word or a phrase that she doesn't know, then she feels dumb and then um because she said she she knows a lot of words and prides herself in that and Greg gave her three words, and Allison knew all of them. It was salacious, and Allison said, tawdry, scandalous, uh, felicitous, happy with joy." acrimonious with tension angry um so she knew all of them and then greg goes well now i feel dumb (laughs) and then greg was talking about um how some people and he said an example of this is patrice o'neill um some people who can call you out in like a really on a really like sincere insecurity that you have about yourself um and be funny about it and he's and then allison describes it as Um, there being like a certain type of insult where you feel really seen by it. And it's actually really loving because they pay attention to you. Um, and so they know these things and Greg adds that, um, it's nice also that, uh, you can see that they feel close enough to you to be able to joke like that. And yeah, that's, that's my favorite. That's the best when you have a friend and you can totally like mess with each other or make fun of each other kind of. Um, Greg is going through, oh, he, Greg said it's really hard for him to not be putting, not be able to be doing stand up. So he's going through his old hard drives and putting out clips on his social media. And he said in 30 years of doing comedy, he has never taken this much time off. And so he's definitely going to feel rusty when he goes back. And Greg said when he starts doing comedy again, he doesn't want to do old material and feels like... Um, In comedy, there's going to be, like, a pre-corona and post-corona material. So, um, like, it'll change. And uh, he said also, you know, who knows how it will be when comedy clubs open after this. Um, But Greg said he is killing at the dinner table. Um, And then they're talking about, like, nicknames for your kids. And it's so funny sometimes how off-the-wall... They can get because it goes from one thing to another. To well, I mean, I guess a pet nickname is more like that than a kid nickname. But um, <laughs> anyway, so Greg said he calls his son Owen the Snowman or Obi Wan Kenobi, um, which was funny because we have uh, a hamster whose name is Snowball and we call him Snowby for short. And for a little bit in between Snowball and Snowby, we called him Snowby One Kenobi. Um, and then Allison said her Owen, she calls him Obertron, which is hilarious. And I think that's Daniel's good baby names rubbing off on Allison. Um, and Greg said that Jojo is a nickname for Josephine, which I didn't know. I have only ever heard him refer to her as Jojo. Um, and he said growing up that um, if his dad called him Gregory, that means that would mean that he was angry with him in the news. Um, Allison says that she couldn't wait to get her license when she was 16. Um, and like she got her license right away and now kids are not in a rush to get their licenses. In 2014, only a quarter of 16 year olds had their licenses. Um, and versus a half in 1983, half of 16 uh, year olds had their licenses. Um, and Allison and Greg both say that driving gave them so much freedom when they were that age. Um, and Allison says Get your license. Greg thinks that they should do um, some post-pandemic predictions, PPPs. So he said the uh, they'll do the PPPs next episode. Um, Greg's high. His birthday was April fifth, and he said like sometimes you know when your gift isn't going to arrive on time, someone will give you like a printout of what it looks like, and it's coming in the mail. I don't know if he didn't mention who it was from or if I just didn't write it down, but it was a poker set and he said it's like um, you can play up to seven people and it's uh, nice heavy clay chips, he says, uh, poker chips. And so he's been playing poker with his family. Um, And Allison's high was that a a friend of hers had a baby and she went to drop off some things for the friend um, and the friend was giving Allison some toys to borrow because she has older kids too. Um, and Allison got to see the baby through the car window. So she said that was her high. Um, Greg's low. He said he applied for a small business loan. He he said he is a small business and he's he el- like, should be eligible for it. But he didn't get it because businesses like the Cheesecake Factory and other companies like that who shouldn't have gotten it got it. So that's a bummer. Um, and Allison said that her low is that she found out that Becky passed away, uh, Becky McClure, um, and she says that uh, Becky was an organ donor and was able to help like 128 people through that, which that is amazing. Um, And again, I'm so sorry, so sad to hear that. Um, And then this is what, um, Megan, you had mentioned this, that Allison then went into a lighter low, And she said the, the, her other low was, um, they were FaceTiming with the nanny. Uh, the kids were FaceTiming with the nanny and Allison, uh, like came out of the bathroom and saw Elliot being rough with Owen. And she started like kind of yelling at Elliot. And, um, then she realized like that the nanny was there on the FaceTime and then she was like overcompensating, like being like overly nice. She said, um, And I understand what she means. Like you don't like to yell at your kids in front of other people or, you know, look like a a mean mom or a harsh person in front of someone else. But it's I totally feel for her and I totally understand because it's it's the quarantine and sometimes you're just having a day where I don't know. I just realized I had another page of notes, and so I'll mention a couple of things off of there. I'm so sorry. I was ready to be done. Um, (laughs) Greg said, um, because I I feel like this was important. Greg said that parents can uh, transmit our stress and anxiety to our kids when we tell them that we are fine when we're not, um, because they pick up on it, and then they reciprocate it. Um, So, yeah. Um, we should just be honest with our kids, I guess. <laughs> um, okay. Well, my boys are fighting, so I have to go in referee. I like y'all so much. Bye. Bye.
1: Oh, Lauren, you really are the best thoughts on Childish Chat. Uh, Luke, did you want to go first?
5: I have two things Okay. that were in my notes that, 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 sh- that she didn't cover. One was, uh, at some point they discussed the new slogan for the show would be you could do horse, but you wouldn't want to. And when I heard that, I'm like, "Oh, that was almost at Raffi." <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then the other thing is, um, uh, at some point, Greg asked Allison if, uh, like, how's your how's your libido going? Like, uh, are you are you masturbating? Ooh. And she said that she was in the bathroom, and her hands started to kind of wander down, and it was Daniel who kind of popped in and like ruined the moment, and just, like. So those are the two things that I thought were great from that episode that I wanted to bring back in.
1: That's pretty interesting. <laughs> 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 I, I I'm sitting with that moment. Um, wow, uh, Kelly, what about you? Any thoughts? Um, so I don't
3: really listen to Childish. Um, thank you, Lauren, for listening for us.
5: Oh yeah, that was cool. Yeah. And did it just to be able to do it cold like that, like she doesn't oh. just by herself, that, yeah, she's great. Sorry, go she's, on, Kelly.
3: No, that's okay. She is a professional. <laughs> um, so I just wanted to say that the, I don't know, you would, the teaser for the episode um, that plays during the regular AROI, AROI, oh my God, the regular Allison show. Um, It kind of makes their, like, rapport, Greg and Allison's, it kind of makes me want to listen to Childish again, but I won't. um, Because, you know, I've given it a couple chances, and Greg always says something really stupid, and yeah, I can't do it again, but um, the little teaser things are cute. That's it. That's all I wanted to say.
1: Yeah, I feel like uh, Lauren's doing the Lord's work by listening, so we don't have to. Um, But uh, I just don't have time. I, I wasn't like hooked anyway, but anyway, some of the things she talked about, the nicknaming of your kids, um, we have, it's funny how nicknames happen. And I mean, you do that with your pets too. I'm, I'm sure where you, they have a hundred different names and not their own, but like one of my, two of my daughter's nicknames are not very flattering, but Ooh. we, <laughs> um, they don't sound cute, but like the, the origin of one of them, we call her. Toby sometimes her name's Ruby we call her Toby because when my some when they were really little my son asked why she has two butts and so then she became instead of she was became Ruby two butts and then she was Toby Ruby butts and then just became Toby <laughs> and i don't beautiful. know if she knows the origin of that but <laughs> uh and then the other one is um punjab is her main nickname and i don't know where that came from i don't know if it came from annie or like where it came from but like but that's not like an attractive like hey punjab come over here
2: that is a problematic nickname
1: (laughs) 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 and then my son johnny it was just johnny boy and jaybird and and anything that can go with jay it works it's easy but uh yeah it's it's funny how nicknames kind of just stick and uh also with the episode that we did with Whitney um we got to talk about licenses and stuff like that and it is surprising my son's just turned 15 and he has zero desire to get a driver's license and i'm like i couldn't wait well I could wait to get a driver's license. I couldn't wait to get a car. Like, I just wanted to be driving. So that's kind of surprising to me. I don't know if it's, like, the Uber life or the Lyft, like, generation. I don't know why, but, like, why nobody wants to drive or because everyone's still living at home with their parents and they don't want to get out. I couldn't wait to get the fuck out. I don't know. Okay.
2: This is what I wanted to talk about. Thank God you reminded me. Um, When I was in Colorado at the time, you had to be 15 and a half on the day, I told my dad, we're going to the DMV, and I got my permit at 15 and a half. And I kept the permit until it expired, and then I just kept driving until I turned 18 or something. Anyway, I got pulled over because it expired, and I was still driving, and I got <laughs> I got pulled over, and I got a ticket for driving with no license, and I was like, oh, I should probably get a license So I ended up getting my license at 21 because I wanted to prove that I could drink. So I went from 15 and a half with a permit to 21 with a license. Uh, But I wish that the U.S. would adopt a more European approach to driver's licenses. Luke, maybe you have some insight. Because from what I've heard in European countries, it's much harder. Like there's weeks or months of driver training in like different weather conditions and all kinds of shit.
5: Oh, wow. Uh,
2: do you know anything about this?
5: Yes. And also it's super expensive, which is also kind of a deterrent from people just kind of casually getting a license. The the flip side to that is, you know, it's not, um, I feel like in the U S because to, if you want a job, you really have to drive there. It's almost a human right on that level. And here it's like, you know, if you don't have a car, there are trains that run twenty four hours. There are trains between here and there. There's lots of buses. Public transit's pretty good, so it's you can get by without it. And it's considered much more a privilege than a right. And that's sort of the the distinction, I think.
2: And I feel like it should be taken more seriously here. I don't know if that would change, like drunk driving statistics at all or anything, but I assume it would be a positive change, you know, to be more strict about who gets a license and who doesn't.
5: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I ride my bike almost 100 miles a week. And here, I'm totally comfortable doing it. I can ride out out on the street and drivers are required to give me about, uh, doing the math in my head, five feet of distance when they pass. And they're pretty good about doing it. And it just makes me feel safe on a bicycle where if I ever moved back to the United States and I'm want to ride my bike in the city, like I think I'd be pretty scared actually. Cause I don't feel like people are that well-trained and that well-disciplined to give me that space.
1: And it probably is that, that whole thing of feeling entitled, like it's a right to drive. So you're not taking the responsibility that it takes to be a good driver or So that that makes sense. It's a different mindset. I didn't realize that about Europe at all. Um, Before we talk about Thursday, uh, obviously we're going to take a little break um, because I I like how I was like, yeah, it'll probably be an hour, hour and a half. Um, um, We were supposed to do a book club a million years ago and we... There was a a group set that we already read our books. Well, some of us did. And we were supposed to do that. And I think we need to get that into place and record that. But there's a couple of future book clubs that I'd like to do. And that is to read the Ray Bradbury short stories that Allison was talking about last week. And I think there was a kid story that we're going to have Lauren read to us and do like a little book club episode but anyway it's been I think two years since we did our our first and only book club edition of this show so if anyone wants to uh get in on that uh hit me up that'd be a lot of fun
3: Lisa the last time the last time that I was on the show you guys were (laughs) still you guys okay this is sad (laughs) um starting starting the book club
1: right okay so we read the one story greg heller's mom's book and so we did mm-hmm. that and i think it was like two septembers ago that we did it and then we all yeah. i got everybody the um sweet valley high no not sweet valley high um was it sweet valley high i don't even remember anymore Club. No. no sweet valley high issue number 40 on the edge living on the edge or something <laughs> And so we we're all going to read that and I sent it out to certain people that wanted to be a part of it and everybody read it and then we never ended up doing it. And I'm like, I'm sorry, but we're going to have to like regroup and you're going to probably have to read it again. But uh, yeah, so I'm thinking it's time to get together. I know Dr. Jen was part of that. Lauren, Ray Morgan, Scott Marquez, you, Rafi, and me. I think that was just five of us for this stupid book. Um But anyway, I think it's about time to get back on and uh, do that. So hit me up for future ones. And maybe in two years, Kelly, (laughs) we'll finally get to one. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. All right. Sorry for
3: calling you out like that. Uh, No, I I
1: appreciate that. It's a real reality check. It's funny because I used to mention it all the time and then we did the group recording and I was like, well, it's just kind of like faded away into the sunset. But um, yeah, I feel bad because everybody that read the book and was planning on doing it and we just kind of never did. So I think it's time. It's time to do this. You
5: no, know, especially now. Like I would love that kind of thing just to yeah. have in my life to be social with people. Like I take it all in all the Zooms. Give it to me.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I like this. <laughs> yeah, throw all the Zooms at me, all the house parties, all of the FaceTimes. Um. All right, let's take a break before we talk about Thursday, if you guys want to pee break and refill our drinks. Yes. Are you guys ready to finally get to Thursday? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, we were her little peanut butter filled pretzel nuggets sent in by Candace Wick on Patreon. First of all, I love this snack. I'm surprised she picked it because she doesn't like peanut butter, but they are pretty, uh, what do you call it? Um, addicting? The ones from Trader Joe's are pretty amazing.
2: I, When we were at the group recording at your house, Lisa, there was something with peanut butter and Mm. the smell was making me sick. Uh, So these are not a carb I will be indulging in.
1: Well, they'll be at the next group recording. So bring your uh, nausea medicine. Um,
5: What's the name of the uh, peanut butter Girl Scout?
1: Okay. Oh, there's the peanut butter patties and like dosidos, and then there's the peanut butter sandwich ones that are called Savannah Smile. No, no, it's the, so, the lemon one. I don't know. You would know better probably than me. So there's um, there's tagalongs,
3: and then tagalongs. there's also peanut butter patties. It just depends on what region you're
1: in, right? Like Samoas and caramel delights. Okay. But yeah, there's two. There's a sandwich one and then there's the one that's chocolate covered that are amazing. Hell yeah, they are. Um, And these well, Trader Joe's has salted and unsalted and I'm like, whoever buys unsalted anything, I don't want to be friends with you. So bye. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Bye. (laughs) bye. Um, But Patreon is, she's been adding a lot of fun stuff to it as far as like adding the videos. And I've only watched a couple of them and I wish I had more time because they're very fun. I like seeing them all together. And I know on this video, you guys, we were kind of like touching on this a little bit, but they stopped recording and they were still videoing and she sent that out. So they were kind of trying to, were they trying to set Tony hunky Tony up with somebody or what, what was the whole conversation?
5: I feel like they were just trying to feel him out and it's it's frustrating as a guy watching another guy just kind of drop the ball. Mm. Uh, just like the question Ali asked at the end, like after the podcast is over, like, do you ride a bike? And he's just like, no. And you just let oh. it fall flat, which is like, well, oh no, I'll get out and run. <laughs> like, you know, you fill that in with some way to sort of like keep that going. I don't know, It's just, it's frustrating to me to watch that.
2: So first I have to say that I don't know how much we want to discuss, because Patreon stuff should be just for patrons, Well, this
5: is teaser to get her
1: some more patrons. Right, yeah, get her FOMO happy.
2: (laughs) If you watch the uh, YouTube Patreon link, you will see at the end, once the show is over, they continue talking. And Allie and Jackie, who are friends with Catherine Burns, the choreographer who has been on Allison's show, they were saying that she should, that Tony should, like, you know, hang out with her maybe get them together and Tony did say that he's been thinking of buying a bike because he got some tour money um but as a guy who sometimes people recommend like oh well maybe you should get with this person I could see the I I I relate to Tony where it's like I'm sure she's great but not what I'm interested in
1: but... Oh, yeah. And,
5: and to be fair, like they decided he was too short for her.
1: Oh, Jesus. Okay. Well, <laughs> that was the <a> possibility. Yeah. <laughs> He's too short I, for me,
2: too. <laughs> right. Yeah. For a tall woman, I'm, I'm assuming they want a taller guy.
1: I think Possibly. even short women want a tall guy. It's just a thing. I'm guessing. I might be blanket state- statement in here. He got a dog. That's all he needs. I don't think he wants, like, another, like, real thing anymore.
3: I don't think he's ready for a relationship yet. Um, And ultimately it's his choice, but I do. (sighs) I wish that he would, Uh, again, it's his relationship. I wish that he would just have a little bit of fun. Mm. Um, But you can't really do that during this whole quarantine.
1: That's the part. I think you're right. I think he needs to get out there and have fun. But now it's like, everybody is kind of stunted. Like everyone's stalling. We just had to just someday he should go and have some fun (laughs) um am am i the
5: only single person in this group oh
2: i am desperately single
5: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) okay well but okay so so the the changes to like uh tinder and OkCupid cupid have been kind of interesting where it's turned into like a chat and you can line up a bunch of chats and then make one glass of wine last for three days and uh
1: yeah <laughs> I was wondering how that worked I, out. I know Rafi you were talking about something the other day on your, at your birthday, but we can skip ahead a tiny bit to talk about Taylor Swift because I am I am a Swift ignoramus. I'd know nothing about Ooh. her. I know none of her music. I know nothing at all. So have any of you watched this documentary and does she come off the same way that Allie is saying? It's like playing up to her victimization.
3: Okay, so I, I have been I have been waiting to talk about this. Thank you. Okay. So, um, I do think that Taylor Swift does play the victim sometimes. However, in this whole Kanye West, um, Kim Kardashian West, um, I feel like she has been vindicated. Because, yes, you see, like, Kim or someone in her camp or whatever, like, leaked the conversation between her and Kanye. And basically, yeah, she's fine with um, some aspect of it or whatnot. But the whole story basically wasn't shared. And then um, I think around the time that the documentary came out, the whole conversation leaked. So I think that that Taylor Swift is not perfect. I feel like there's some cultural appropriation there. I feel like there's some um there's some victim um her basically being a victim but listen her music it slaps guys I can't fake it I can't lie it's really good I love the documentary um I wouldn't call myself a Swifty but like I guess I stand a little bit
2: I've been a fan of Taylor Swift almost from the beginning when I met Superfan Megan the same day that I met Superfan Megan, August of 2015 or 14. I had flown to California to go see Taylor Swift at the Staples Center. Haim was opening for her. I met Megan at the Pink Taco. And then she was like, you're not going to make it to the to the Staples Center in time. And I was like, don't worry about it, Megan. I'll be fine. Fortunately, I made it just in time right when Haim was going on stage. I had floor seats to Taylor Swift. I was alone. I love Taylor Swift. So this documentary was interesting because the first half of it, it's like her just filming herself on her iPhone or something. And then the second half is like professional cameras and whatnot and I like the first half where it was just her and her thoughts other people have it the other way I know Megan likes it once professionals got involved what I got from this documentary was that she is a polarizing figure and the Kanye situation is unfortunate but she is in the right Mm um and yeah right after the documentary came out, the whole video of the conversation came out and it turns out that she's not as people think she's like super duplicitous, but Mm. I don't know if she is. Um, She's not. Yeah. And also when it, like if I'm going to take sides between Kanye West and Taylor Swift, it's pretty obvious which one has mental issues and which one does not. Um, But once you're, like, that wealthy, like, obviously, Taylor Swift's life is not normal. It's not. So she got famous at, like, 15 years old, and she's 30 years old right now. So for half of her life, she's just been super famous and super rich. I don't think we are treating her fairly, but uh, maybe that's just me.
3: Um, I would also like to add that She has been rich her whole life. Her parents are super, super rich. Um, So I think that she would have become famous anyway, because she is talented. She does write her own songs. But I think that her parents basically, I mean, I can't say this with certainty, but I kind of feel like they bought her a record label. I feel like that probably doesn't hurt the situation. And the moment that I really became a stan and I hate myself for just admitting (laughs) this so openly is when she basically declared a political affiliation in regards to a race in Tennessee. I was like, yes, bitch. Like you have to say something because your fans look up to you. Um, Everyone just kind of assumes that you're a Republican because you don't say anything. Um, So that was kind of refreshing. Also, her dad is a pig. Um, google him if you want to
2: so there's a scene in the documentary where she's like discussing with her team she wants to support in tennessee there's like a a race and there's a woman who is very anti-gay anti-whatever
3: trans (laughs) anti-rights
2: and she wants to support the other person there's some there, there's like two guys on her team who are telling her, like, this is a bad idea. You're going to, like, alienate half of your audience. And me and Megan have talked about this, how it's like, how much money do you need? Like, right. you're already rich. What the fuck do you care? But I did not know that one of those guys, I need to rewatch the documentary. If someone has a Netflix login, uh, hit me up. Um, I didn't know one of those dudes was her dad, which uh-huh. is super fucked up. Yeah. Because you got to support if you're if you're a fucking manager, whatever you do, if you have someone you're working with, your job is to support them. But if you're their fucking parent, that's yeah. number 1. Support your fucking child. So I need to rewatch this, but I was disgusted when I learned this yesterday.
3: <laughs> yeah, um her her father has said some really just awful um things about Muslim people, women, trans folks, gay folks, like just terrible things.
4: Oh god.
1: So this is more Taylor Swift than I've ever heard in my life and I like this because the I like watching documentaries about people that maybe I don't know who they are and I don't know about anything about them. So I'm kind of interested to watch this. I don't know a lot about the drama. I don't like I said don't much about her, but I'm glad that you guys are passionate Swifties or maybe I guess not. We
5: are. <laughs> Uh, I, know, I know like why. I just listen to the music and I'm like Whoa there's a whole other depth here that I've Never explored and like Rafi and Kelly like have we totally I, I need to get down there I know <laughs> I know
1: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize she came from this other upbringing Of just like uh, Silver Platter type of life I didn't mm-hmm. know That that's how well, it was and I didn't, I didn't I don't really Know much about her at all so that's kind of interesting To me uh, And it I all-
2: have a friend that who he's like oh fuck Taylor Swift she like grew up like super rich like her parents owned a Christmas tree farm which is interesting in Pennsylvania um I mean does every person have to like come from the gutter I don't think so right
3: no it it it, doesn't yeah
2: and her music Um. technically started as country which you would hope they were Mm kind of like You know, from, uh, like, the common folk. But anyone can make it. Like, it doesn't matter. But I think she literally has earned everything she's gotten. I don't think she... Like, she didn't sign to, like, a major label. She signed to Little Big Machine or whatever the fuck they were called. Yeah. And it was, like, she was, like, their only artist. Like, no one wanted to sign her. But also
1: talent is not something that you just are... I mean just because her parents are rich it doesn't mean she's going to be talented so the fact that she has that talent is kind of amazing in itself and she has made it on her own but also uh th- the fact of who she became based on that is kind of what i was more talking about like what you were saying kelly as far as like she's just always been rich and she became famous when she was young so her view of reality might be very skewed compared to like what we all grew up with
3: and i feel like um i feel like she's more socially aware um and god i hate myself for just really speaking about this but you can see um i feel like when she first started I, and yeah her parents were rich did that help her yes is she super fucking talented absolutely would she have become famous without rich parents yes i i think that it needs to be talked about because it basically explains her purview on life i think that as she gets older she sort of is seeing the injustices in the world and is like hey that's fucked up i don't like that what can i do about it she also she's been known to like pay for fans like uh like medical bills um like if a a fan passes away like she'll pay for their funeral expenses like She's just generally, like, a good person, I think.
5: Yeah, it, I, I wonder how many Taylor Swifts we've missed because if we had proper uh, music education in, in schools, if, if other kids had had access to musical instruments and recording studios and microphones and had that opportunity, like, how many Taylor Swifts have just gone by because they didn't have access to that kind of um, infrastructure? And, uh, yeah, that's that's kind of what I take away from that.
3: This is now the number one Taylor Swift
1: podcast. <laughs> 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 oh, so during this episode, there's something like I was thinking. I always think about how is this virus affecting this group of people, this group of people. And I, I wonder how is it affecting Hollywood as far as like how are people going to be acting? Like, how is this going to be? How can you film movies and shows and like how are people going to survive? Um, whatever. I, but we got a little insight with Jackie and sending in auditions and I would really love to see this audition tape. It sounds like she really puts her all into all of this. And it's also sort of interesting as far as like these kind of like like her and like, like Renee and like all of the people that are on Allison's show. They have to have their hand in, like, a million different things because they're, like, one day away from being uh, fired or jobless. And so they're constantly doing something. I guess I didn't really... I guess I never really realized who is doing what. Like, I don't know who's putting out auditions. I don't know what Jackie does as far as... Except for have a podcast and, like, be on Allison's show. Like, I didn't know she did acting, but maybe it's because I don't Mm -hmm. listen very well. Um, But it was interesting to hear her side of like, well, this is what we're doing now. We're sending in auditions and basically thousands and thousands of people are doing the same thing. And that's kind of like, wow, it's, it's going to be weird once everything is done and like what will change and like how this will form the new future.
5: So let me ask, like, like of one of the things that Jack talked about is that this audition was pick a, a CSI character, I, I'm presuming it's CSI, I don't know if they actually ever said, but pick a CSI character that has been on some show and acted out, and, like, what would your, like, go-to character be if you had to make one of these videos?
1: Oh, my God.
2: Interesting, <laughs> yeah. because I it's definitely going to be Law & Order, like Allie and Allison. Uh, my character would be, <laughs> like, a bus, a school bus driver. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that snaps in the shower. <laughs> yeah.
2: And they would be like, um, did you see the man get assaulted in the back of the bus and like, gay? Hey, I'm driving a bus here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's a pretty deep character there. Ruffy. Um <laughs> I don't know what I just would get I'm literally getting nervous with you even asking the question. Like I that's not my bag as far as like I'm going to send in an audition and like this is me and just being totally Oof. Yeah, I don't know. What about you, Kelly?
3: Um like Midwestern mom. I mean, but like older than I am, but really amazed by everything that the kids are doing. That would basically be my character.
1: <laughs> Ooh, I like that. I think I could play that character.
3: I It's I feel like it's a role everyone could step into.
1: <laughs> I think it's the role I just want to be in. Um What about you, Luke?
5: I feel like I would play, like, the crazy scientists in the lab. It's like, (laughs) here, I can take these three photos and give you a three-dimensional picture of this guy's heart. (laughs) (laughs) As you you think, like, that would be my thing. Like, I've invented this new thing. Like, I'd be the kind of cue of Law & Order. I don't know. (laughs) So on Law & Order, is that the
1: one? I don't think I've ever seen this show. Um is that the one that has like... Oh
3: my god. Are you kidding? <laughs> no.
1: I think my in-laws watch that and like, isn't there that girl that has like bangs and she's like with tattoos and stuff?
4: Oh Jesus Christ.
3: <laughs> <laughs> this recording is over.
1: <laughs> That's me talking about Taylor Swift. That's me talking about Belgium, apparently. Um, let's see what else.
3: Are you talking about the chick on NCIS? Oh, maybe.
1: I don't know. I get them all oh mixed my up. God. Hold on. Here's okay. this. Wow.
3: this could so be you, the have, you have your law and order. You have your criminal intent. You have your SVU.
1: Oh, God. You have
3: other ones that I don't care about.
1: Is it the one with the, gla- the guy with the glasses that he pulls off like all serious? That's CSI. <laughs> That's like I even, I've never seen any of these shows, and yet I still.
4: So
2: know I them.
1: feel like I'm about 82 years old, and I'm trying to figure out what the kids no, are watching.
3: No. <laughs> no, you you 82 is the demographic, honey. You are 15. You're 15 years old. You don't know what these shows are. They're no, not on I Netflix. Don't. They're not on Hulu. What's this Tic
1: Tac that everybody's into? Those. I don't watch
3: those. <laughs> What's
1: yeah, what's this Tic Tac? <laughs> <laughs> Snippity snappity snappity chats. <laughs> okay, well, um yeah, so Any, I totally I know, know which character I would be. <laughs> 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 All right, well, it's gonna be buzzed at uh noon. Uh thirty. So Speaking of embarrassing things, Allison, uh, she has a lot of embarrassing, cringy moments that keep popping into her head that she mentioned, I think, last week. And so she kind of brought it up today. And it was kind of funny to hear Allie talk about farting in seventh grade and like those kinds of moments that will always stick with you. And I wondered if any of you had moments from your past, your childhood, whatever, that like randomly will pop into your head that are just cringy or embarrassing. Mine just happened, so
3: <laughs> it's okay. It's it's okay that you don't know the difference between criminal minds and <laughs> law and order. Law and oh. order SVU, though, it is chef's kiss. It is great. You should really? watch it. Really?
1: So one episode was filmed here in the city. I'll I'll start with that one. <laughs> That's all I got. Okay. Anyway, cringy. <laughs> Did anybody fart? In- uh seventh Ah,
3: grade i mean one okay so this is one time this one time in middle school (laughs) your um, daddy your biscuit kind of sad oh um so my my sister's friend died in a car accident
4: oh and
3: we found out about it at school and then my friend said, oh, my God, I feel so bad for her. at The person that died. And they said, you're dumb. She's dead. Oh. I feel bad about that every day. Oh, my I'm God. Like, you can't. I was like, why do you feel bad for her? Feel bad for her family. She's not with us anymore. So, yeah, that's... Uh, I think about that at least once a week.
1: That's a tough one. That would that would uh, stick with me. Yeah. I shared one of mine that popped into my head recently about leaving some spanks like underwear in someone's bathroom and then them finding it um oh, but uh Rafi do you have any did you have you thought of anything embarrassing since then besides falling asleep while we record i have not i mean I'm,
2: there's a lot of stuff but i can't remember what <laughs> <laughs>
1: Old Five uh, five Deep over there. <clears throat> Luke, what about you?
5: So, uh, first of all, like, I thought it was funny to use the word gaslit to describe
4: <laughs> being that was of farting.
5: <laughs> like, because all the imagery in my head was just, like, of me being a teenager, like, trying to light a fart. <laughs> and and that that never that never that never turned up in the show and I was very disappointed about that. But I don't know like I don't know that I've had an embarrassing fart moment. I uh yeah, like I, I think all my embarrassing moments from high school were just being a little too um I grew up very sheltered and and just being naive and like I remember showing up to Spanish class a little bit earlier and uh two of my friends were in there and they're like, hey, Luke, we're here. And I'm like, yeah, I know. And I'm like, just, I'm got here early. And, and I, I didn't realize, like, they were kind of making out. And I'd oh. walk in and, and interrupt oh. them. And I just hadn't, yeah, I was just, just too, like, sheltered and to even interpret that. And now look back on it like, oh, my God, I'm an asshole. <laughs> I
1: Not being able to read the room, that is cringy Where you're like, oh shit, right Uh, I have had Tons of cringy things I can't Remember off the top of my head Except for once you said I haven't had a fart cringy moment I was like, oh, I have had one of those (laughs) (laughs) And I know I've shared it on here And my friend was dating this guy That had just been deployed I think to Afghanistan or something So she's like, let's put together a video (laughs) (laughs) let's put together a video of us all saying hi to this guy and like whatever because we were all playing like poker and just whatever so it's like all right let's take a quick video and i of course have to be like funny and then i'm like oh we're we all miss you and like whatever and i and then i said a majority of us do but i accidentally said majority and i like farted (laughs) like i was laughing and i said a majority of us do and like farted and then everybody was just dying laughing i'm like oh my god i just farted at the table of people like while we're recording this video and to this day my friend will like if we talk about anything farting she's like oh it was a real majority moment (laughs) like it's become a thing um but i don't like ever like accidentally fart in front of anybody so like for the fact that that happened it was like oh that's cool I think I bent down to like pick up a pen or something while I was talking. I don't know, it was something, and I it was just all right. Well, there you go. And that was not in seventh grade. That was like me being adult, an adult.
2: <laughs> so there was actually a moment,
1: a majority of my moment. life,
2: that I've mentioned on here before, um, <clears throat> in music class or like choir in middle school or something. I bent over. Uh pick something up or something and this kid named jason
1: of course
2: uh said like oh you farted or whatever and of course i had not farted but he was much like an elson situation was saying that i had farted and of course i did not um and i mentioned it on here before that if i ever see this fucking guy again it's on site
1: So I had tons of guys like that growing up, where they were like, they would be assholes and try and make me into like the bigger asshole. And like, I look back on that now, and it's like, if 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 I was me now, I'd be like, what are you even fucking talking about? Like, no. But like, that's something that someone would have done to me. Like, oh, Lisa farted. Like, I know that they. I know there's a story about something like that with me, where it's just like, oh, cool. And like I'm just like the shy, quiet person in the back that everyone's like, oh, someone farted. Like I totally relate to Allison in this story, a hundred percent. So this also led to giving gifts with the intention of being good, and then ends up making it, things worse or causing a problem. And I think I've been guilty of doing this also. And I guess Ally said it's called a a bear favor. i've uh, never
5: heard the term bear favor before really Totally new to me yeah i was like
1: okay we've got someone from germany i need to oh wait but it was a swedish thing the way she said it it sounded german i'm like we've got our finger on the pulse of bear favors over here we've got luke on the show
5: (laughs) (laughs) there there are no bears in germany (laughs) (laughs) well Uh, well the kind of you you meet at bars but that's different
1: oh some people might, roughly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh.
5: <laughs> um,
1: but I'm wondering if that's happened to you where anything backfires as far as like I know I've definitely I am usually in charge of buying gifts for everybody's birthdays and like that just is something that I do because I I love doing it and I usually try and listen to what people like or like just I find things I think that they'll like and it's definitely backfire where I'm like, oh, I'm trying to do something nice and it like backfires, but I can't think of anything. It just sounds like something that would be me. I don't know if this has happened to you guys where you're, you're trying to do something nice for someone and then like shoots yourself in the foot. Um,
2: I'm... <laughs> <laughs> um I w- I'm in the bathroom. Oh! I, hope there's no- <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't <laughs> I don't have a specific reference for this, but...
1: I thought you took our break to go to the restaurant. What the fuck are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) He Um,
3: stuck around and talked to me.
2: (laughs) More importantly, he talked to Kelly. Okay. And now I'm in the bathroom again. I can't think of a specific... Are you sitting or standing? I'm washing my hands right now. So you can hear my... Snap them fingers. fingers. You can ah. hit soapy hands. Um, I can't think of a specific bear favor, but I feel like that is such a common thing that I'm glad there's a word for it.
1: I feel like bear favor sounds like something that you would encounter in a club. Depends on what part of town you're in. Yeah, that is very true. Uh, so I guess this can lead us to, since Rafi led us into the restroom. Um, All of Allie's boyfriends are sit-down peers, and I think that that says a lot about her, but I'm wondering what you guys think, because I'm a woman, and believe it or not, I sit down to pee, and I'm wondering (laughs) what your point of view is on all of this. First of all, prove it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm getting the picture out. I just I know I just sent you a picture from me last night but that I wasn't peeing in that picture.
5: So this is a a good topic for someone living in Germany because this is a thing that you have to learn if you come here as an expat is there is a term in German called Stepinkla which means someone who stands and pees.
1: Oh my god. That's going to be the name of the show by the way.
5: And uh there is uh you know there's a sign often in, in restrooms where uh, where foreigners come, and it we will have some diagram to say like, hey, dudes, don't stand up and pee, like that's considered inappropriate. And for, for a couple reasons, one is that, especially like uh, here in Berlin in East German apartments, where the division between the kitchen and the bathroom is very thin, the sound of peeing carries through, and so it's not saying anyone really wants to No one wants to hear you pee. And then the second thing is, it's just sort of like uh, as, uh, I can't remember, I think it was Ali made the point that like, it's just, it ends up kind of making more of a mess. Like it's better as a guy if you sit down and especially if you've been drinking as I have, but this entire show. Uh, <laughs> you, you sit down and so it's, it's a thing that like I'd never thought of until I moved to Germany and was kind of confronted by these signs in the bathroom and just sort of hearing it from, from women that when I started dating German women that, uh, you know, it's considered inappropriate to stand up and pee, Whoa. that you're supposed to sit down <laughs> and like, yeah, it's, it's just a, it's a cultural thing here. And now that I've kind of done it, like, I get it. Like, I'm totally sit down Peter.
1: Okay, so this is mind-blowing to me. Um, I obviously, I think, because you grew up here, you know what it's like. It's men stand to pee. Like, that's what it signifies. And, like, to me, Allie dating all these guys that sit down to pee tells me that there are, they are maybe not married, manly men. But taking the cultural sense And you having to get accustomed to a whole different country, like, that's a whole other level that I didn't realize. And, like, yes, not having to clean up pee is very nice. But it is, like, a stigma (laughs) if someone's sitting down to pee.
5: Right. And the other thing is, like, I would, uh, you know, when when um, uh, when I was in a relationship, just I would never have to worry about leaving the toilet seat up. If I was always sitting down, like mm, <laughs> that, that right. never became a, it, it was just automatic. So I'd never have to remember if I was always sitting down to pee and God, it's oh. just so practical. Yeah. So
1: Rafi, did you sit down to pee while
5: you were, while we
1: were recording? Okay. Are you a sitter or a stander?
2: So this is very funny because when I was listening, I know I've sat to pee occasionally
1: when you're drunk or
2: but mostly yes okay. mostly it's when I'm like hung over but right now I was standing I don't see anything wrong with sitting because if you're sitting you're at least like covering up all the vaporized urine particles uh what else <laughs> was they gonna say
1: he's filibustering around sitting or standing he- is. What kind of men do you think that Allie dates is what I'm trying to get to the root of here? <laughs> I, I,
3: I think... Lady boys? I, think I don't know. Okay. This is a real controversial statement. I I think that Allie dates a lot of boys, And mm. Mm. Wow. I... Mm. Yeah, I know. I'm so brave right now saying that. <laughs> um, But I... I'm I'm drinking water, guys. <laughs> um, but <laughs> just you wait. I, but I think I don't think that it is. I I think that sitting down to pee doesn't necessarily mean that you're not a manly man. I think that you, um, you know, sometimes you just want a seat. Um, I also think that it, it exudes big dick energy if you sit down to pee. Whoa! Like I really do. This just in uh-huh um, um I have occasionally caught my husband sitting down to pee and I'm like what are you doing and he's like it's just you know it's comfortable I think he likes to sit down and look at his phone and maybe get away from our child for a little
5: while I can't touch that <laughs> maybe <laughs> I I god I shouldn't talk about this but go <laughs> I had this conversation <laughs> in high school where we were talking about and this is before I moved to Germany and so before I'd had this like epiphany which is one of allison's words um that uh we were talking about sitting down to pee and i I said well the problem is that like sometimes like you hit the water and all my buddies looked at me and like what are you talking about (laughs) we're talking about (laughs) beans or franks
1: what are we talking about here
5: Uh, franks (laughs) all right well
1: I'm speechless, which is weird. <laughs> yeah, that is
5: weird. <laughs> I, I'm so glad I have my camera on right now. It'd be so, you'd be like, I'm so glad. <laughs> did you make
1: a second drink on the on the break or what, what are we, I what did. Were, what I, were we working I with here?
5: Okay. I, I squeezed all the limes. I like, yeah put in another four
1: shots. He <laughs> squeezed the limes and he pressed his uh, lady friends. Um so
5: <laughs> a
1: lot so, of Rafael, I I have, you
3: have a th- really gotten to the bottom. Do you, you, you
1: sit or do you, sit, or please, do you stop stop. So,
2: I if I'm peeing Drum roll. 99% of the time I'm standing. Okay. But if I'm inebriated the chances if. of me <laughs> sitting go up exponentially.
5: Okay, so okay, if so I the, found out... some so... German men for a minute. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which is, okay, like, they sit down in a house, but, so one thing I've learned during this co- these COVID times is that, so all bars are closed. Mm-hmm. So if you want to go drinking outside, you end up doing, like, going from liquor store to liquor store just walking, and you're allowed to walk with one other person. Oh. And so it's just, like... Teams of like two guys like passing each other on the street, you know, just waving your bears in there. And the problem with that is like liquor stores don't have bathrooms, and... so then you end up in the park, and uh, yeah, everyone's standing peeing there. <laughs> like, Rafi ends up at the park too. Like, hey dude, what's up?
4: <laughs>
2: okay, I am pouring mimosa number seven. <laughs> seven. Oh, I didn't <laughs> hear is... about
1: six. Um. So okay. So here's the deal. If I heard someone was a sit down peer, I'd be like, ooh, but, oh. but in my head I'd be like, that's actually very nice and and uh, generous of you in the restroom because if you share a restroom with someone that's not going to splash it all over, that's very nice. But it is like American and like they were talking about like Texans having confidence and like oh they probably sit down to pee. I'm like oh hell no, they stand to pee no matter Texans, what.
3: Texans do not right. sit. Ever. That's a they fucking
1: power move. Up. They're standing. They're pe- <laughs> They're standing and peeing in other people's toilets from like doors down. Like they they're no. There's no way they're sitting in Texas.
3: <laughs> Do we have any Texas listeners that will correct us?
1: <laughs> well, um, my best pal Brittany.
3: <laughs> Brittany, yes, of course, Brittany.
1: But I don't think she listens anymore. I can ask her. Uh, let's see who's in Texas. Ashley's in Texas.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Um. Also, doesn't listen.
1: Also doesn't listen. <laughs> so no, we don't have any Texas listeners. I lived there for okay. four years. Jamie um, Shug. Oh,
3: I think Jamie listens.
1: Oh, yeah. Jamie, what's up with the... Sta- I'm sure her boyfriend slash husband does not sit down to pee. I guarantee it. Boyfriend slash husband. I don't which, know. Aw, does
3: she aw. have two of them? I don't. Well, I mean, lucky people? girl,
1: I guess. But like, I don't know her situation.
3: Get it, girl. Can we talk about Jackie Johnson?
1: Okay, let's go back to Jackie Johnson. What were you saying?
5: Can we yes. can we talk about her boobs
1: just for a please. second? Okay, so oh, I have yes, not seen them I, yet.
5: Yes, uh, so if you are a Patreon subscriber, should I go, go now? To one one those... hour, thirteen minutes, and twenty seconds. <laughs> oh. All right, I'm going wow. now. In the, While in you the guys, third episode, you can play it. Yeah. All
1: right, you guys okay. talk. I'm gonna go and and scrub forward to see some teas. <laughs> um... <laughs>
3: She, listen, I, okay, so as, re- I'm very dedicated to the show for research purposes, <laughs> I did watch the Patreon video I got as far as when she shook her titties, and then I stopped, and I was like, cool, you know what, go ahead, Jackie, like, I think she's a very beautiful girl, and she doesn't really show off the ladies very often, Um. but did you notice that Tony didn't look at all he didn't even he was like his head was totally the opposite way like, so that allergic, was like
5: but you don't know where his head titties. was right because <laughs> like his camera isn't necessarily where his monitor is
3: that's true but he was looking away from it looks it looks like he was trying to reach off screen for something
2: so this was like a minute in kelly so you didn't yes. it very far I, um, listen, I'm very
3: busy,
2: <laughs> Raphael. I, I understand. I am oh, like... I'm Tony watching the first one. Okay. I try <laughs> to be respectful, and I would have also, like, looked away.
1: Oh, um,
2: really? And that is my mistake, apparently.
1: So, <laughs> yeah. So, Rafi, when we... The last time we were together, when we went to that show together, and... I know one of my things with my friends is I like to shimmy a lot. And I don't remember a lot of that night. Did I do that?
5: Uh-oh. Okay, I'm going I'm to jump in here because I wasn't there. But you weren't wearing the shirt that she was wearing. Like, the no. shirt is like, it's like half a drindle. It's like, yeah, had they're a little bit real. of ruffle on it. Yeah, they're real
3: and they're spectacular.
1: <laughs> Thank you for bringing it back. What was the uh, minute mark on the second one there, Luke?
5: (laughs) (laughs) So one hour, 13 minutes and 20 seconds is the second time that she shows it. And and, yeah, and then I'll talk about like why that, yeah, that time marker is also significant.
1: Okay. (laughs) I saw the first one. She did a little mini shimmy in the beginning. I feel like Tony is like um, asexual right now. I think he's like, I'm just shutting down um his penis is inverted itself into his body he's good he's just trying to live
3: that makes me sad for him
1: same several things first of all jackie
2: is his friend he's known her for years
1: Uh, second there's that
2: um you don't want to be a creep and just like stare at boobs
1: you don't oh sorry
3: (laughs) isn't that what we're all doing right now
1: i'm literally like focused on when do i get to see some
5: i have my camera turned off
1: (laughs) (laughs) so we can't see your hands okay i do have to say jackie looking at the camera is like fucking porn star situation here yeah she's very sexy
5: I didn't realize that. Like, I didn't I either. Her voice and I, I jumped to this show just to hear that, like, what they were talking about. Right.
1: Her voice mm-hmm. does not, is not a sexy voice. And looking right. at her without the volume on, I'm like, she looks like a porn star, like a, a star, not just amateur hour. That might be my own thing. How many drinks did I have now? What, am I talking out loud? Oops. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! Um. So they talked a lot about. I'm still waiting for it to come up. I've got a minute, but uh, they talked a lot about Patreon and the mm-hmm. safety in Patreon and the freedom, and I love Patreon a lot. I wish there was an easier way of interacting with everybody in there, and even when I send messages to Allison, she never responds. So I'm like, eh, this is like, you can't re- you can't like connect with anybody really. So it's kind of it's, it's right. so hard.
5: I feel like I comment on there I commented on there once and then no one responded. I'm like, oh no one reads this, so what's the point?
3: Yeah, the interface is terrible. Yeah. But I will complain about it at the same time I have no solution.
1: Right. Like I don't want another notification, but I would prefer to like Well, here's the deal. Here's what it boils down to. I think Allison needs a forum that is for fans, and I think that Facebook would be perfect for her. Like the our mm-hmm. private group, she's wanted to be a part of it. We've talked about the fact that it's not a good idea. Oh, mm-hmm. oh! Just seeing some teas now. Hold up,
3: <laughs> hold up, kitty <laughs> time.
5: She's
1: like a miniature person too. Um, okay. She's yes,
5: yeah, she's very slight. Yeah. Uh, right. They're not big. They're just like she's. But for her, together yeah, she's the right shirt, and yeah, she's working it. Yeah,
1: she worked it. Um, so I think she needs some sort of a forum where we can all connect and like she, where it's safe. Like on t- Twitter, there's it's not safe there, and Patreon they don't have it set up where you can do that. So I feel like she needs her own private group set up. I've told so her she, she needs to do that, but she doesn't do things. I feel like we just need to make her one and just be like, here you go. Like, here's your thing. And I think Leanne could be the moderator because she'll mm -hmm. be like, oh, hell no. No negatives in Mm -hmm, here. Like, No mm -hmm. negs, all pause. Uh, I think she would really enjoy it.
3: So a Facebook group could be good. Also, a Discord channel could be good. But I don't know if Allison would be down for learning a new app. app? I don't
1: know. And at least with Facebook, like, we're already all friends on there with her because of before she used to do it through Facebook, the Mm -hmm. Patreon thing, so it might be easier for her to figure out to just, like, hey, I'm gonna start a group for, because she was talking about joining our group, I'm like, but it's the Best Friends Fancast group, like, that's not good enough for you, you need your own. (laughs) And I didn't want to be, like, exclusive, like, but also I I didn't want her to be a part of it, so we can all be open. But like, it's like, for this show. So, like, I want her She needs to have her own, and she'll have tons of people, and it'll be fun. And I don't know. I, I know that Allie's tried to talk her into it. I'm part of Allie's group, but I don't go in there that often because it doesn't get as, like... With, the face, with our group, I feel like we can really connect a little bit more. And on there, it just seems yeah. kind of disconnected a little bit. And it's still fine. It, there, I, I haven't seen a lot of negative, but it's just kind of like, eh. Whatever. I was a part of a lot of Twin Peaks ones, and it was just like, it was fun for a time, but it's just like, eh. People are still so, like, protective of their own, like, fandom, which I understand, but, like, yes. with with Facebook, with, I'm sorry, with the Best Friends Fancast group, it's a little less. Like, people are a little bit more loving there, which is nice. We've
5: only had two duds. Okay. So to broaden broaden, <laughs> only to broaden the, bad uh, conversation mm-hmm. past uh, Jackie's boobs, no. Is. <laughs> <laughs> Is she? Does she work at CVS? Because she kept oh. talking about like, oh, well, my my bosses at CVS are like friends with me or whatever. It must or be C B C B S, right? Oh, C B S, yeah. Oh my god! But I didn't
1: even hear I... that at all. But I could picture her being like an Uber driver working at CVS and still sending in auditions. That's what I picture. <laughs>
5: I thought she was stacking the m M&M and M's aisle. i didn't realize oh cbs oh my god <laughs> oh that's hilarious and no offense to anyone that works at cbs that's that's really cool and you're essential right <laughs> yeah now, super but... cool <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um i
3: but... i have a patreon question okay.
1: okay please
3: did anyone subscribe to jackie johnson's patreon after this episode i did
1: I did not. But I'm I I'm still subscribed to uh, the Space Cave one. I don't even listen to that show anymore. So I'm almost at the point of like, I kind of want to back away from that one, focus on Allison, and then like maybe see what mm-hmm. else is out there. I don't have enough time for extra content either. Like, I don't even hear any of the bonus episodes rarely. Like, I'll kind of binge them once in a while, but like... I like to support shows though and I'm not a I've never been a huge fan of Jackie not in uh the sense that I wouldn't be I just haven't put the effort into it. Like I really like her a lot and I have gone back and forth on thinking she's good for the show and not and I now think she is good for the show and I think you're a big listener of her uh, her podcast, right Kelly? I
3: have not listened to it in a while. Again, I'm pretty selective right now about podcasts. Like, obviously, I listen to this one. I listen to um, Allison's. I listened to the last podcast the left my favorite murder, and then couple friends, and that's basically what I have time for.
2: <laughs> I'm too inebriated that, that's, to that say.
5: Right, that second volume of uh, prosecco just fucking killed, Rafi. <laughs> <laughs> I am
2: legitimately
4: hammered, and it's
2: twelve. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Um, Dude, you're a lightweight. Like, I, I have know! I like eight shots of Monscala at this point, and...
1: Uh, and you're maintaining. But I'm seeing a picture that I'm Rafi sent... Sort
5: of. I sort of. I don't know if I'm maintaining.
1: <laughs> this I'm picture maintain, that Rafi sent know. to our Yeah, group-
5: you're maintaining.
1: This yeah, group chat... What so you I spilled, heard. Rafi? What happened? What's this picture you sent to Jen and Lauren and I? <laughs> I, I think... <laughs> picture of Swill Mimosa
2: but I forgot what I was going to say in relation I like to how Jen said don't
1: need to see what that looks like gross roughy pervert <laughs> it does look like you jizzed all over I'm your because you're a pervert we know this come on how live, I live life Um, because you like butt stuff I don't know I'm starting to get drunk too. I'm just gonna call he everyone a pervert. He
3: eats the booty like groceries.
2: <laughs> oh,
1: <Jesus>. That's <laughs> Megan. Everyone knows it's Megan. No, you tried to talk Megan into putting that in her profile and her being a grocery eater when all along you're the big grocery eater.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Projection. Yep.
2: Shout out to all those essential
1: workers.
3: <laughs> <All> those <laughs> grocery booty eaters. <laughs> <laughs>
1: GBEs. Rafi's down with the GBEs. Um, so speaking of other gross things, and I think this might be the last thing we talk about, unless you guys have more, but the spooning thing. Uh yes. so,
5: so that, that was yes. where I had the 113.20 time code written down, because I'm like, uh, I heard this, I, like, I was taking my notes, notes of the podcast, and I'm like, I have to go back to the Patreon video and find out the time code where she actually shows this the, the marks on her back and so 113.20 takes you to where Jackie shows her boobs and I, I totally recommend that because <laughs> it sort of elevates you a little oh, bit shoot. so that you're ready for Alice. Oh there's elevation back, I'll tell you, you something. Down. I'll tell you that <laughs> much. Yeah you, you start off at a higher point with Jackie showing her boobs and, and so like 113.20 go there first. Watch that and then yeah yeah so you're ready for Alice's boobs but yeah that was gross it was really disgusting like I, okay I, oh my Hold god on. it's really okay.
1: gross
2: i need to say the <laughs> i the imagine she's into rough stuff show, though. Come on. at the beginning of the show allison says oh jackie was flashing her boobs do not think that she was literally flashing them tease. Because she was just, like, showing her cleavage to the camera.
5: Wait, 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 Rafi, I thought you were, like, trying to preserve the Patreon thing. Like, I feel (laughs) like we should be, we should get people, more people into Patreon. And that should be our, you know, our, our incentive here, not to, like, downplay it.
2: So, I just feel like it was false advertising,
5: like just because you can't see the nipples, like there's plenty of like cleavage action happening. Like I was entirely satisfied. I'm just oh, saying, as a man, oh, oh.
2: I on the other hand need a
1: bit more. <laughs>
5: than My
1: cleavage. If it was now, butt you... cleavage, he would be in.
3: <laughs> do you, but do you think that anyone signed up for Patreon based oh. on the promise of some titties? Like some good question. Bare.
2: For the sake of Allison, I hope so. But I think uh, there was a mention of OnlyFans. I think if you really want some good action, you should just go to OnlyFans.
1: You,
5: of and... course you know all
1: about that. Can
5: we, can we talk about Allison's boobs? Let's,
1: oh, wow. Oh, let's uh... dig in.
5: No, we can't. So, <laughs> so so. this is so I'm because I'm trying to sell Patreon, and that's my only motivation now. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> during the Christmas during the Christmas uh, live stream, somebody said, like, hey, can we see your Christmas tree? And so she picked up her laptop and she is sort of walking backwards <laughs> through the house to show us her Christmas tree. And at some point she's like, oh, am I going to run into the Christmas tree? And she kind of tilts her hand up and just she was standing underneath the light. Oh, so the camera oh, <laughs> oh. The, the angle of the camera as she tilts her hand, <laughs> goes, <laughs> someone's
1: left an imprint. But,
5: yeah yes. no, I I remember this clearly because <laughs> uh, I was just yeah, we're, 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 we're midnight here and I was I was drinking and enjoying the you know live stream. <laughs> and um, one-handed she, and then and then she kind of half realizes what she does and she puts the laptop back down, she's like did did I just show you guys my boobs? <laughs> did I just? And then she was about to like give us a story about the Christmas tree and the <laughs> ornaments that that Elliot put up and all that. She she was winding up to that story, but the idea, the fact that she had kind of just shown the camera at an angle that sort of let you see in between. Like it, it totally threw her off. And Those aren't buoys.
1: Okay, so she, so mm-hmm. this is selling people on Patreon. I think. I think you're doing a well a, a well job. You're doing a well job.
5: <laughs> you're doing I'm well. Doing a good job. I'm doing a well done ah, job.
1: <laughs> you've augmented this conversation in the direction I think she would love.
3: <laughs> Ooh, nice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of uh, Seinfeld, which I just turned it into, Lil Rafi... Did you receive my birthday card at all?
2: Not yet. Are you but I haven't serious? checked the mail
1: today. Oh my God. He's you really too need to. Uh, <laughs> you can't even st- stumble out to like four feet out to your mailbox. Um, I think I... that. Yeah, sorry.
3: Oh, I just. Since Raphael is drunk, this goes for Luke too, because you guys are sh- wasted. Um Do either <laughs> of you. Do either of you subscribe to any OnlyFans accounts? Don't lie to me.
1: Rafi said yes before you (laughs) even finish your sentence. Okay. Okay.
2: Here's the thing. I have heard of OnlyFans for like
4: years. Mm -hmm. I
2: never looked into it until while we were recording. I looked it up. Is it possibly owned by Twitter? Because it says sign in with Twitter.
3: It is Um, owned by Twitter.
2: Ooh, interesting. Mm -hmm. I don't follow or subscribe to anyone on OnlyFans. But now that Beyonce on the Savage Remix has mentioned OnlyFans, I am interested to see who gets into it. It's Mm -hmm. funny that Alison. Is so out of the loop that she has like just heard of it.
1: I heard of it from this episode. I don't even know what it is. Never heard of it.
3: Okay, so it's basically like <sighs> okay, so, so I can wear picture... tank tops
1: and make money. Is that what? That's what I'm hearing.
3: Yeah, it's oh, basically right. like it's sex work online, where oh. basically that sounds like some work. chicks. So well, it's not just chicks. People. Um, will... <laughs> Fucking
1: broads. <laughs>
3: make naked pictures of themselves
1: okay so they'll take
3: like naked like naked pictures of themselves and then they sell them i think it is fantastic oh um you gotta play to your strengths is what i'm we love empowerment you know um
1: like you gotta use the man that's right get him in the the get him in the beans and franks as we as i said earlier (laughs) that's right and the wallet because it's connected the wallet (laughs) I can finally pay off these teas. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Oh my god. Maybe.
4: (laughs) That's cool. That's cool
1: to be drunk at 1pm. That's fine.
3: Okay, Luke. Do you subscribe to any OnlyFans accounts? I do not. Okay. That's alright.
5: So we figured out who the the bigger pervert is here. Got it. Thanks for me when I heard it. Yeah.
3: No, it's... Lisa, let's not shame the boys. It's okay. It's okay. Give the ladies your hard earned money. That's true.
2: Listen. Deposit those bills into her
1: buns, Lil Rafi.
2: Go listen to the Savage Remix, Megan the Stallion and Beyonce. I
1: don't even know what you're saying. And
2: then just peruse, OnlyFans.
1: Mm -hmm. And if there's
2: someone that deserves your hard-earned money... So you're a lurker
1: on OnlyFans.
2: Unfortunately, I've never even tried to log on. But maybe (laughs) I should. I think
1: you just logged on to your internet.
3: (laughs) I'm only aware of it because... Do you remember the... Do you remember when Australia was on fire, guys? Do you remember that?
5: Um, It seemed like ages ago. ago.
3: (laughs) I, I know. It seems like a lifetime ago. Anyway... There was this gal that was um selling pictures of her nudes um oh, that's basically right. for a donation. Yes. So so I started following her on Twitter and she's on OnlyFans, and I'm like, oh shit, I guess this OnlyFans thing is like an actual thing. I don't subscribe to anyone. Um but yeah, that's how I know about it as well.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
5: So, so in this process, like just to bring it back to the show,
4: oh sure, uh,
5: did anyone <laughs> did anyone go follow up on the, the Jackie Johnson sings Criminal uh, oh, discussion? Like, I I, I I actually I have a note to do it in my notes, but I never actually did it.
3: I also didn't do it. I wanted to, but didn't do it.
5: Like, the idea of her, like, at 14, like, doing criminal and sort of trying to be ironic, but then doing it really well, that just sounds... That's intriguing to me. Like, I I think it'd be fantastic, actually.
1: So I'm looking it up, and, of course, all kinds of criminals named Jackie are coming up.
5: Uh, Yes. And 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 to bring it back to the massage part, like, this idea... Like, her... Like, Ali's back really looked fucked up. Yeah. Like... The idea of of like having somebody like beat you with like soup spoons and like what, like it, it looked it looked it was disturbing, and that's why that's uh, that's why I was re- recommending to people like to go to one thirteen twenty so you see Jackie Johnson's boobs before you get the back shot, because oh. you need to be elevated, you need to be propped up, <laughs> before oh. you
1: uh, oh yeah, there's a tent see, being pitched. Somewhere yeah. in Germany. Um, I think that might be a good place to end the show unless there's other pressing issues. But uh, I think that's a pretty good place to end it. I mean, we've talked for fuck, almost three hours. <laughs> oh my god.
5: I know we're on our fourth hour podcast.
1: Oh my god. But I l- literally could talk to you guys all day because this is a lot of fun and uh, it's fun to talk with you guys. If anybody else wants to be on the show email me or email us fancast at gmail.com Lil Rafi, I know you don't want to be found, so why don't you plug uh, Jackie's Instagram?
2: Follow me at rmcgs if you want to see my daily song pick. Otherwise, follow my finsta at kevin t
5: porter.
1: (laughs) I don't want to have any more dreams about him, so I will not follow you there. Um, Kelly, where can we find you?
3: You can find me in Iowa. Trying to stay healthy. Um, but you can find me on Twitter at Satchels of Gold.
1: And I had a, an interview with someone that was like, when she's on, I want to be on, and I will maybe tell you after we're done recording. <gasps> uh, <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> was that uh, <it> me? Pretty <laughs> <It's laughs> <always> much <laughs> everybody, everybody that talks to you or meets you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, Luke, where can we find you?
5: Well, you can also find me on the Facebook group with everybody else. But um, if you want to hit me up on Twitter, I am at Draco Malfoy on Twitter. And
1: uh... I almost wrote it down because I'm like, I thought I was following you on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) I'm an idiot. Um, Isn't that the one with the bangs and the tattoos? (laughs) Idiot. (laughs) I'm an idiot. Um,
3: (laughs) I love you, Lisa. Hi.
1: Thank you for that. My cringy moments come out in real time. Um, BFFs, you are truly the fucking best. Thank you, and good mid-drunk day.
4: Bye. Bye.